you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. How did you marry a woman and then turn around and let a man bend you over? That was, we got a friend's own podcast exclusive. Wow, Dustin Ross. That was the voicemail left by none other than uh, Malak Compton Rock. Do y'all know who that is? Malak Compton no. Rock, ex-wife of Chris Rock. No, That's the no, voicemail. No. She left that motherfucker after the Oscars on Sunday. How do you marry a no. woman and I... then bend over for a man? That's what she left him no. after he got the shit slapped out of him on that Oscar stage by Will Willard Smith. Now, we all have mm. our own opinions. We all have, you know, this is, this is the hot, the hottest of hot mm-hmm. topics right now, mm-hmm. okay? But I'm just going to tell you this. It's, I've always often talked about it on this show. Coming out hot. Out the gate. <laughs> oh, I'm back, God damn it! I'm back. Did you miss me? I'm back. Now. God off damn. Off I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Watch your motherfucking mouth. It's like the first time Chris Rock talked a little shit. Will wasn't feeling it that night. He's emotional. You know, being an actor, it could push you to the limits. Well, push it wasn't the first time. It'll that push was you to the problem. limits. It wasn't the first time. He'd been running right. that mouth. And mm-hmm. Jada Pitt, it's just so funny. This this whole thing that took place, this was a, it was a return to form for me. You know what I'm saying? Jada Pinkett rolling her eyes because she ain't like what Chris Rock said. I know that's the fucker. I'm finna start rolling my eyes, too. Then Will Smith. <laughs> He got up on the stage. I don't give a damn where we at. Will Smith got up on that stage, walked across the Oscar stage, reached back all the way to West and Philadelphia, and slapped <laughs> the shit out of Chris Rock. I love it. It's a reboot. Just like they got that mean, dark-ass reboot of the Fresh Prince Bel Air and shit with all that dark. Which, so he, he got a dark side. That was the Will Smith reboot we seen on the Oscar. I honestly, so. honestly, after seeing that on the Oscars, I said I will never say anything else about Bel Air again. I just or Jada Pinkett's head. Well, or Jada Pinkett's head. Pinkin, but I was definitely damn sure ain't doing it now because okay. I like my mouth the way he slid. That baby, we gonna Woo. slide. He slid his motherfucking mouth. I thought on I thought it was a comedy bit. I swear on life, I was like, this is a bit. And then I was like, that I is will. not a bit. It's a bitch slap. That's what it was. And I'm, I'm telling you. Chris Rock looked like he can fight. People have been, t- I've been seeing all these takes, so many wild takes, right? And I've been seeing people say that, you know, they feel like Will Smith took advantage of a, a less than worthy opponent physically. I don't believe that. 
I don't believe that because I know a lot of motherfuckers that look like Chris Rock, women and men, okay, that can <laughs> fight their ass. So if Chris Rock look like he looked like a fighter, a biter, Listen, he looked he, he spry, but he but he likes but he likes his money more, and right? Because like, baby, he this saw would be it handled off on the TV. stage, yeah. <laughs> He okay. took that hit and he looked like he was showing some restraint from hitting back. So it was real like, oh, like I was real like, oh, because, you know, anywhere when, else. He said, what did he say? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, guys, Will Smith slapped, slapped the shit, shit out, of out of me. He had to Will, go back when, I knew when it was real when Will Smith was, was speaking like uh, James Earl Jones and, and, and Mufasa from that seat at the goddamn in that seat. Don't. Keep my wife. I was like, this nigga sound like MC Light at the BET Awards. The voice goes, not stop. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm like, God damn. I was, I was Lupita. She was sitting there like. Lupita. <laughs> Everybody was Lupita like. Why T.S. Madison? Shout out to T.S. Madison. T.S. Madison gonna say, Lupita was sitting back there like, I, I ain't got shit to do with it. I'm bald-headed too. I ain't got shit to do with it. I ain't got shit to do with it. I ain't, I, I ain't got shit to do with it. Oh my God. <laughs> Not a bald-headed <laughs> Shout out to T.S. Madison. But I'm oh, telling you, that was some real shit. And and it wasn't even that big of a deal. It was a huge deal because of where it took place. And we all know that we I think it up, depends so you're not supposed who to put you your are. hands on somebody. But yeah, shit it depends happens. who you are, too. Like, I, yeah. one thing I noticed, all the different takes, obviously, are going to be dependent on where you grew up. <laughs> How you move through life. What you value. You know what I mean? And, and it's just going to be different for everybody. I'll People are really passionate about this. Though. I had to make Yo, a the fact like, that they're still out. talking. Y'all <laughs> acting like y'all know this motherfucker. Like that girl. Stand up. Weaking at me. Stand up. You got to zoom out sometimes. God damn it. I, I'm like, y'all are really in your feelings. Yeah, when I went on Twitter know, today. Slapping somebody else. Like, what are you talking people about? People are still passionately debating He's their position. bitch ass. And he, ha, 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 ha. Did y'all watch it live when it happens? Yes. Not a one eye, but yes. I I didn't watch it live, but I was online as it happened. So I damn near watched it (laughs) live because it went on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I didn't watch it live. You actually saw the good one if you watched it online because you got to see the uncensored one. So that's right, what I was right. just gonna say. I watched it. On, I, I think was it was like it the all. Japanese telecast or some uh-huh. shit. <laughs> Shout out to Japan. <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. mom was like Dutch or something, but <laughs> they had that shit on Hulu. So I watched the whole show because oh, I was like, let me. Hulu. No, oh, have, I thought you meant no, the, the sl- no, like, no, 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 no. They had the whole cast on Hulu, and when they get to that part, how it's muted, had me crying because <laughs> I was just like, I was like, like this hasn't been. On. First of all, this thing, this voice has been played over like Spongebob memes, like any meme you can think oh, of, they have Will Smith yelling. And I'm just like, what? And so watching it muted was just like, I still, I, like I hear it even though it's on mute because I already know. And, it <laughs> and was the just international crazy. telecasts are not going to waste the opportunity to show how fucking crazy Americans are. So they was like, let it roll. Let it <laughs> roll, Show that baby. beautiful, what is it? Show that beautiful footage. bean footage. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way he slapped him like a pinto bean in that pot. Oh. Oh Slap the shit out of him, but I listen, listen, okay. We have to be accountable at some point for certain things that we say. And I'm a shit talker, natural born and bred, one of the best to do it. Okay, <laughs> I will, I will run it. Okay, but it, it, you have to have a certain sort of sort of like responsibility when you do it, especially if you already hating on somebody. That wasn't the first time that Chris Rock had talked shit about the Smiths in right. detail. Actually, you know what I'm saying on the Oscar stage, the Oscar stage. 
And so it, it would have behooved him to do a little research before he decided to crack that ball joke and see that Jada had just recently been really vocal about her struggles with alopecia. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sensitive to women with hair loss issues and shit. So as soon as he said it, I was like, okay. mm. And then Will was kind of laughing, but he was in autopilot mode. Remember, people are people are putting a lot on the fact that he was laughing in that audience, right? And, and then he had a, a change in moods or whatever that made him react differently. To me and Fran and Asante, y'all know this. We've been at events in public spaces where someone's on stage doing their job or whatever. You respond. That's your job in the audience. Even if you're not halfway paying attention to what the motherfucker is saying, you know what I'm saying? You just kind of laugh. And you also, know the cameras are catching everybody. The cameras reaction. are catching it. Also, <laughs> it takes a minute for shit to register sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Will Smith, 50 motherfucking years old. He's been thinking and remembering lines all his money, rap lyrics all his motherfucking life. He wasn't in that mode. He was chilling. You know what I'm saying? So once it hit him, he was like, oh, wait a minute. But it looked more like a, I'm going to whoop your ass laugh. Like, I hate It could have been that, too. It could have been that, too. Like, 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 oh, like, really, you know, motherfucker? Like, you know how niggas like be the, laughing? Yeah. Like, the, but they don't, the but adrenaline, they, the adrenaline good point, laugh. Asante. Like, Maybe it, look, it was. It looked real like, 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 word. Oh, word. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. And it was like, oh, shit. No, he didn't get up out his fucking seat. Like so he was like, Will Smith is on stage. I was like, oh shit. So that that really was funny to his ass, cause you finna get that laugh out that hand if he did. It was he crazy. lucky Willow ain't do it, cause you know Willow looked like she got them hard bone hands. <laughs> Willow looked like Willow looked like she slapped you with that motherfucking Spider-Man hand and send your ass all the way back. Like I'm, I, if, I'm glad it wasn't Willow. The stinger. <laughs> the Smith Stinger. That's Willow. I'm done. Okay. Jaden, right. you know, he'll just push him. What the fuck, bro? Push him and shit. <laughs> Trey, you know, he's just going to be watching. And you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Not the giving the rundown. <laughs> I'm telling you. Meanwhile, Jada is precise. And let me just say this, too. I know we put a lot on Portia, and we be like, Portia got that Portia. We refer to a, a woman's um, appeal, you know, that only she can have her specific appeal, that sauce shit. You know what I'm saying? That you, y'all know. Mm-hmm. And we always say, Portia got it. Jada Pinkett, and she didn't raise the bar. I'm telling you, Jada Pinkett, Portia, Erica Badu, you know what I'm saying? It's a few of them that you just in a, at your, play at your own risk. You know what I'm saying? You got to play at your own risk. The definition of finger licking good. Oh, baby, <laughs> baby. Make a, make a nigga what? Title. It's enough to make a nigga go crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Will Smith. Shout out to Will Smith. I love Will Smith. I'm a bigger fan today than I've ever been. And I don't give a fuck what nobody had to say. Fuck all these people that are blowing this situation out of proportion. Seriously, it is not his speech that later, big of a deal. His speech later still had niggas, like, it still had me in tears. And then they go show Denzel crying. I was like, all right, Will, you know, I mean, I still I wasn't mad before, but now I really ain't mad. Like, you see, you know, I like all that real nigga council shit, the way Tyler Perry and Denzel got up and talked to him and shit. I love all that. That's real shit. Them are real Hollywood icons, Ooh. veterans. Elders. sharing a Elder sharing a moment mm-hmm. with Will Smith, who is an elder his damn self at this point. You know what I'm saying? But they're his elder. That just, I loved all, I loved and everything honestly, I think about it. I hate that it you know, happened to Will Smith and, you know, I, I hate that it happened to, well, I hate that I hate that this is a discussion about Will Smith and his respectability at this point, but I'm glad something like yeah. this did happen amongst blacks at this level because, A, it was good to see all of them and how they, you know, shared their stories with each other and, like, helped each other out. And, B, it's going to be interesting amongst black people how we dissect it and if we can all get to the solution of, oh, uh, 
well, fuck white people. You know, we solved that shit. Or are we just going to keep dragging out to, well, now this is going to become X, Y, and Z because they're making so many other points of what it's going to turn into versus what it actually was. And I was like, can we just talk about what actually did happen though? And how, like, you know, like what if Will decides to invite Chris Rock to the red table talking and they all just decide to like, hey, he'll come. What it's going to turn into is stand up comedy routines that are going to turn into hundreds of millions of dollars for Chris Rock. It's going to turn into maybe another book for Will Smith. It's going to turn into a conversation that will last forever because it was an iconic pop culture moment. And that's the long and short of it. This is not. They said Chris Rock's. Tour sales already like doubled and tripled in sales. So and that'll and you stop know, you from hitting somebody back. That, that people, oh my god, people that'll stop hear you from hitting somebody he, back in the moment. And people want to hear what he's gonna say. You know, for sure. That's why and they're the, going. It, How do you integrate this into a bit? You know, what do you? That's what is instant value. And who better to retell the story, or who better to? you know, offer up their feelings or perspectives on it, then not just the horse's mouth, but the horse's mouth that's actually one of the best comedians of all time. Okay? Mm. So so this is getting ready to turn into some brilliant, beautiful art. It's it's, going to morph into something that's going to do good later. It's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Shit happens, though. I don't know how any of these people who love gun laws and love all that America, you know what I'm saying, and all that. Well, that's the part to me, regardless of of how people felt about it, it amazes me how the most historically violent people... Got the nerve. The people who have a literal lineage of violence mm-hmm. be the main ones online talking about what they were horrified by. Right. I'm like, should we My pull bitch. out the scroll? <laughs> the scroll. Of all you the know. things. Of all of the things. So that's it. With that being said, welcome <clears throat> to the friend zone. Okay. okay. Got it out yeah. the way because I know people were waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Damn near bi-weekly, but still <laughs> weekly. Not bi-weekly. <laughs> mental health, mental wellness, and eye hygiene. Okay, because who in the hell wants blepharitis? And more, and a note on that on our Patreon this week on Warning Signs. Anyway, hey friend, hey Asante, how, how y'all are doing? you feeling today, Dustin? I'm all right. I'm alive and kicking. I can talk, and my eye opened up, so my eyes are open, like Sheree said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, for those who are unaware, last week's episode, obviously we couldn't record. Yeah. Um, as well as on the Patreon, Dustin. You want yeah, to share. I, I know you up, said you're gonna go on Patreon, but right. I, this is the short version of it all. I woke up on Monday morning with a sty, which is a, a y'all can look it up. Shit, S T Y E. Mm-hmm. I woke up this um, Monday morning with a sty on my eye. Uh, treated it as normal. Woke up Tuesday, my eye was swollen shut, completely shut. Saw yeah. care in the ER. Y'all get the rest of the story on Patreon.com/slash <laughs> the Friend Zone Podcast, aka the Gated Community. But I'm alive. You know, it's a lot worse shit going on in the world today, so I ain't gonna put too much on it. But I didn't been, to, I didn't been to the edge and back. Okay, <laughs> and it was a horrible trip. You sent us that picture. We were like, "All right, oh, man. everything's canceled for the mm-hmm. week. Don't even yeah. trip." Because I man. just, I couldn't believe it, and I'm like, "Y'all got to see this to believe it." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. but whatever. I'm here, and, and Lord have mercy. You know, I'm just happy to be here and happy to have both my eyes open. That's some Amen. scary shit. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Especially as we get older, you start feeling like, yeah. okay, hold That's on. Get my How birthday long is April this 10th? Last? Shit. I'm I like, yo, right. what is I thought this? y'all were gonna I thought y'all were gonna spoil it and tell them the real reason we didn't put the episodes up last week because I was hanging out with Jocelyn talking about the next season <laughs> of the cabaret. 
Well, we didn't know that, no, but I'm now kidding. that we do, you know what I'm saying? Do it like it's your B-Day. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> I wish. But speaking of Patreon, oh, we are having... No, no, no. <laughs> We're having our live stream today if you're listening to the friend zone as it drops, but also it will be available for the replay next week if you can't be there. But as always, that's uh patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the friend zone podcast. We always go live the last Wednesday of every month for an hour. That's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. Um, what's that? 5 p.m. specific. You hear me specific. Specific. I feel mm-hmm. like I did that last week. Jesus Christ. Pacific. Well, you <laughs> are letting time. them know in exact time. So it does make sense. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jesus. So definitely come <laughs> hang with us. As always, we have a special guest. So we'll see who we put who pulls up on us tomorrow, today, or whenever Chris you decide to You know she in school. She in she, class. Yeah, it overlaps in one of her classes. Play but once she's done. <laughs> You know, she got a 4.8 or some shit. Yes, summa cum laude. Shout out to our sis. Right? And also, congratulations to the Kennedy Center. Where they unveiled their comedy album that's coming out on radio with Issa Rae. And shout out to Asante, who was hosting the pop-up, as well as our sisters, Jade and Kia, who who hosted the live show. Dustin, I know you couldn't be there because of the blepharitis, which I know you were at home. I thought I saw you tweet you were with the Arthur Fist. You know why? (laughs) Because I'm a part of the creative team. I worked on that album. And... We've been working on that. I just, I really wanted to be a part of that moment. You know you what I'm saying? should have been, yeah. And, and I, when we had every intention of it, but so to have to not be able to do it, whatever though, it could be a lot worse. It's a lot worse shit going on in the world. God is good. Amen. Good. And it. the and yeah. listen, also, whether you were there or not, the work is still credited. You, so. that, and, and and the work is the work. Like I'm mm-hmm. happy for my friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a passion project for everybody. Like it just. It's just a good thing. So I'm glad that they were able to showcase it at the motherfucking Kennedy Center. That's like it so deserves tight. the presentation it deserves. So Seeing the Kennedy Center posting everybody was super mm-hmm. cute. Go ahead, Asante. Sorry. No, I just can't forget Fury and Mike. Uh, they premiered their movie at the uh, Kennedy Undertow. Center as well. Undertow. Mm, so. I did see the flyer. It looks so good. And That's again, a major I, moment, too. Major, Again, shout major, out to major. all the fans that uh, came out to everything that were uh, at the pop-up. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the girls uh, showed up with their Telfar bags as well. Um, Patreon was there doing an activation. Neff was there looking amazing, being amazing as usual. Love you, um, DC was a movie, so. I heard somebody tweet that it was a <clears throat> read live slash Telfar convention. So it was a lot of Telfars. <laughs> DC and Telfar City. Okay, I would have popped up with mine. Like every colorway you can think of, just any colorway. So that's why it's so cute too, because it's that's always cute. Like, I like, you know, that. seeing people with the same is sometimes can be cute. Like, L Wonder Twins, but then it's like, L, what color is that? Like, oh, I got that color L. Or, oh, I got the corned like, beef. <laughs> <laughs> I would have popped up with mine too, though. No joke. So I love it. At least with you know supporting our own, a yeah. sea of black-owned handbags. We love to see it. Yes. And speaking of black-owned, I actually have to shout out my longtime sis and peer. It's my Ray Ray from my YouTube like sisterhood (laughs) who is still going i love that a lot of us started out around the same time like me her and maya actually popped up around the same year and on youtube 
Um, and to see her still going and going strong and still having these really bomb collaborations. But Ray Ray, uh, spelled R-A-Y-E, R-A-Y-E, she collaborated with a hair company called Insert Name Here, and they created these ponytail extensions. Mm-hmm. And they're clip-ins, so they're really easy to use because you know my butt. I don't be knowing nothing about nothing. When it comes to clip-ins, frontals, I just don't know much about it. Shout out to the girls that be killing it on TikTok and YouTube and really know how to make their hair look straight out of a salon. Um, but for those of us who are, you know, a little less they, knowledgeable. They need it. <laughs> she created these really, really easy clip-ins that have, and, and it has tutorials on her YouTube channel. And even when you go on the website, they show you exactly how to use it. And oh. if you go onto their Instagram, there are currently young ladies who are blessing us with ideas and ways to kind of freaking and flip it. So she came out with two ponytails. One of them is called the Zoe, which is actually named after her super cute daughter. And this I one thought I was going to say dog. I was no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now that would be trifling. <laughs> Named after my dog. Uh, you <laughs> no. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Amber. a 22 inch kinky curly ponytail that is super cute. It comes in a. a varying shades you can get jet black you can get a black brown there's like four different types of browns as well as the warm medium blonde she also dropped the 22 inch half up half down with uh deep waves that's actually the one she sent me hold on for those of you on patreon wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute why was maya like you gotta do it for the gram you gotta <laughs> put that ponytail on i was like girl i don't even know how you got to friend somebody out there can lay your wig see, down look, sure if friend, you want to see big look, on my screen you want to <laughs> see the the texture <laughs> how that look it kind of looked like my hair. It, it kind of looks like it actually, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Like Y'all know right now. And I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe I'm it. I'm like, do I need to? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Bundles. Ooh. Bundles. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Doing the they Lord's work. Okay, they sent it to me in a jet black because that's my hair. That's the match. Mm-hmm. And that one, mm-hmm. like I said, is a 22-inch half up, half down deep wave. And it's cool because it actually has a few more colors than the Zoe ponytail. And this one's called the Ray. Um, and they added like a red wine if you wanted some red. They added mm-hmm. a couple more blondes too. There's like Wait, an you said you have the Zoe? No, I have the Ray. That's the, the, Ray. the deep wave. Mm-hmm. And if you go now, you've never Ooh. purchased. You see it? <laughs> no, Santa's looking at the designs online. <laughs> I need to fi- watch me pull up next. But you got to see on, the website though, right? <laughs> because wait, I can't even do this because the way that this website is set up, it's very like classy and chic and beautiful. Shout out to you, and Shout then you, out. and then you see the price points. You know they give they're they're well put right. You know just mm-hmm. like affordable. It's <laughs> a, a nice affordable. range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave it there, y'all. Go to the website. Get your motherfucking hair right. Get your hair right. Com. And really and literally, this is for all the girls. No, what's the website again? I n h hair. Com. Please, sorry, friend. It's no excuse at this point. 
Y'all can get take your asses right to inhair.com. And the hair is synthetic, but it's good. You know how some synthetic good. wigs, you be right. like, mm, you can tell this is the one that you cannot Like the tell. ones on that Young Famous and African <laughs> show on Netflix. You know what? I was like, if, if y'all don't call Tokyo Styles. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is that first season, okay? And Kellen and them. Please, y'all so rich. Come I over here and holler at Kellen and, 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 and Tokyo and them. <laughs> anyway, go on. Go ahead. So, INHair.com. <laughs> INHair.com. Look for the Ray, R-A-Y-E, and the Zoe. You'll see on the tab, they show their collaborations. It'll pop up right there. Um, what I, I like the kinky curly one, too, because that one, it matches our hair type like more. So I, mean, I really like that one. The deep wave hair. is a little... Is a little soft for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, hair keep literally it real. You gotta keep for, it real. Okay. For every kind of girl on here, though. Like, it I really mean, is, though. You, you see know, all there's the, the Laura, the Brit, the Jordan, <laughs> the Shayla, the Sharon, the Lola, and then Come they got on. a bundle, so you can get a Lara and a Shayla, a Jordan and a Lola. Like, you can mix and match, you know what I'm and saying? And me, colors. bring a friend. They got a Molly. <laughs> got that Molly. Especially Casey, bringing a friend. Bella, <laughs> not, not the Bella, the short with a swoop. Child, like Barbara kind of Howard. The Bella looked like Barbara Howard. I the swoop. No. <laughs> and if you haven't purchased from Insert Name Here, which is the company, you can actually get I-N-H. 15% off right now for uh, just for signing up and buying for the first time. So definitely you get that You know you code. need it. <laughs> and that is it. Shout out y'all to Mary. I'm so it. happy for you, girl. I love that this many years down the road, we still out here working and having dope collaborations. I know I love- Ray Ray loves hair. You know Ray Ray's brand. She loves hair. She loves makeup, beauty. So this is right in perfect alignment. All jokes aside, this sounds really like a really smart and easy solution because so, there is so a problem. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you can get a, I was just going to say, you can get the Ray and Zoe Extensions bundle. Okay, it's the Revive and Thrive bundle. Just in I case y'all that need that too. quick. Exactly what you motherfuckers need. quick click. Yeah, she a sent revival. me the deep wave, but I'm actually interested. I'm going to see if I'm going to get the uh, the more kinky curly one. Fran, you have to put Black. it on. That 22 inches, I want to see. I'm putting it on you, next we, week. Why? You have to, yeah. <laughs> oh, Fran. Yeah, you have but to. you know, oh. I'm going to have a hat on so you can't see that it's not properly <laughs> attached. But. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, look, on INH, they also got tools for the girls that don't know how to put them in. So they got okay. the hair care, the hot tools, clip-in buns, bags, all ain't, that. Ain't no excuse. Hair mm-hmm. color in case you need to match the color or you want to blend it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Everything Y'all walk around here. looking like Cabbage Patch Dolls. And the whole time you could have had your shit right on INHair.com. <laughs> Insert name here. And you know what your name is and you know it belongs in that bank. Okay. <laughs> And for those that's of you that love a good quiz, that's why it's called insert name here because your ass the one needed. <laughs> you, for those of you that love name. a good quiz, they have quizzes for you as well. Ray, Ray needs to make that a soundbite on the website when you first click on. <laughs> Get your ass looking like I said. Damn, you just got through playing football. I didn't see some hair. Looked like they pulled the helmet off and just came on in the event. Y'all need to get your ass to inhair dot. Com, okay? okay, ain't no excuses, <laughs> codes and shit. Get it done, just get it done. 
And that is it for this week's Black Business Highlight. Now let's jump into the recap <laughs> segment. Two weeks ago, we had an episode called Take a Hike. Thank you, Recaps. Dustin. That okay. ended up being <laughs> a shoot the shit episode. As always, those of you listening had a lot to say. It looks like Asante is looking for his comment. I can see it in your face. You're like, oh, hold on now. But What'd you find out there? Those <laughs> Tamik Erskine, I hope I'm saying your name right. She said, listen, I have been on three cruises. A friend of mine used to organize them for us, and it would be a group anywhere from 14 to 40 people. Wow. The fact that y'all made that happen, because trying to organize a trip with black people, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Even three of us is a hassle. So mind you, some people I could have done without, but I stuck with the people I vibed with. One carnival cruise to the Caribbean, I bought a bottle of Ray and Nephew. Shout out to Ray and Nephew. White rum and made <laughs> rum punch pretty much every day after. Everybody oh, thought I, I was ghetto. I'd be so drunk. <laughs> she said, everybody <sighs> thought I was ghetto until they tasted the rum. Dustin is right. You make the fun. So shout out to that. That was based on our little conversation about cruises and whether we find them fun or not. 40 people. Holy shit. That's a trip. I don't even think I know 40 people. Asante. Kiki White and her family. Asante, did you find? Uh, I want to give a shout out on SoundCloud Streets. Shout out to Aspen. You are always there to, uh, you know, warm our hearts. Uh, she said, I just shot BTS for Bel Air on Peacock. It was an amazing experience. Uh, I just wanted to highlight Aspen. Uh, she has been a loyal listener, a friend of the show for many a years. And she's always blessed has. us with uh, uh, great vibes, uh, Thank every, you, just everything. So shout out to you, Aspen, for being out here. I know you always working and you always hustling. And you're a Pisces like me, I think. And you're from the A like me, I think. So just had to shout you out as well. And also, I wanted to say before we got into the segment, friend, make sure you post us some pictures. Uh, or maybe or show us some pictures of um, you when you put the hair in. Cause I just you know I am posting. I, I said show us. Well, not Y'all, like, yes. Yeah, I will yeah, text yeah. you. I'm going to play around with it tonight. See what I do. Oh, please. Yes. Okay. Uh, Dustin, what did you find out there in them streets? Shout out to Toxic King. Um, easy At Easy Work Maddie. M-A-D-D-I. Who said this is crazy? She's pissing herself doing deadlifts, and there's this woman doing deadlifts, peeing all over the gym floor. But shout out to uh, Carlos M, who tweeted and said she pushing (gasps) P. Brilliant! Okay. Now, also, shout out to Deborah Cox. Shout out to B. Scott. LoveBScott.com. Shout out to B. Scott. Hi, um, hi. Who is actually premiering the Real Housewives of Atlanta season 14 trailer today. When you hear this podcast season on 14. Wednesday, he's premiering the trailer um, today, which is huge. So shout out to B. Wow. Scott. But B. Scott tweeted that Deborah Cox is going to be the first black woman inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. So shout out to Deborah Cox. She is, yes. she is singing ass. She can act. She can sing. Broadway, all that shit. Shout out to Deborah Cox. Last Keep tweet, up. we want to highlight and uh, really low light. I don't know. Y'all give me y'all thoughts, but this comes from Ture. <laughs> Ture said, the whole text me when you get home thing really bugs me. It says, I'm a little worried that you might not get home safely, which would be horrible, but I'm not going to do anything about it except sit here safe in my home. 
What? First of all, I could have just put your ass out. I didn't have to tell you. you know, I hope you make it home safely. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to be over here to Ray. Okay. He's irritated so I, by someone wanting to know that you made it home safely. Yeah. I mean, he could just say no. Like, he'd be like, no, I'll see you later or tomorrow or whatever. Like, or do I've like most before. of us do, where we say okay and then don't do it. Right. <laughs> I mean, if he's so fucking bothered by it, I mean, like, what? <laughs> Wow. I mean, what the fuck? What, get take. the stick out of your ass, too, Ray. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, what's Sorry it, what's... for caring. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, Jesus anyway, Christ. that just really had pissed me off. So I wanted to share I mean, maybe maybe he That's reads it. it like when people are annoyed, Piss like when off. they're like, let's grab lunch. But you're never like actually going to grab lunch with them. It's like, I mean, it's just a polite lie just to keep it moving, I guess. Yeah. And it's, all, it's, just, and it's I, something we just say because shit, people don't make it home. <laughs> like, and I guess in some this, cases though? it is annoying, but like it's like you like I said you could have pushed back if you felt like it was going to be like an actual burden to like if I do let you know what you're going to do something is happening nothing so don't call don't tell me to uh, uh, let you know when I'm home unless you're a damn police or whatever but he ain't do that because his like, his uh st- his uh clingy ass want to come back over so he ain't going to shit in your face <laughs> you know in the way out cuz he want another invitation back in which is where I draw the line because what's it why why not just text back you made it home motherfucker <laughs> Strange you know what I'm saying? Thing. Like, why not? What's wrong with that? Or send an emoji, send a little house emoji or something. If you just want to be cute and short, and be like, and I only tell people that that I mean. I don't tell everybody to text me when they make it home. I only tell people that that I care about. You know what I'm saying? That I give a fuck about. That I genuinely, That's one step away yeah. from saying I love you. You know, you what I'm saying? just say bye if you don't. <laughs> yeah, want yeah to all right. That. All right, later. Bye. All right, or, 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 or my personal favorite. You. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> succinct and efficient so that's why i don't you know what i'm saying all this extra that this 10 on 20 he putting down uh uh-uh. like i just want to draw i just wanted to put his ass out there for that because people need to know he was saying things like that there's, there's a record they used to play in atlanta i forgot who it's by but the song used to go all right then my folk <laughs> so when you throw the dudes up, all right then my folk all right then my folk just dance on out now, and then I bet he'll feel bad day. when his friends stop asking. He's gonna feel and God bad forget about. somebody getting a car accident or something. You know what I'm saying? Or his ass getting a car accident or something and need somebody to be checking on him. Get it together, Tourette. <laughs> 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 now, let's move on. <laughs> so y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's do it. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. So the timing of this week's episode is interesting. I it's will say that. 
No, well, no, but <laughs> Dustin, you got triggered. Oh dear. No, it is interesting because it was supposed to be last week's, and then because of the odds, it got moved to this week. And it is an episode about intrusive thoughts, which mm. is what I feel Will Smith experienced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a mm-hmm. thought that, but he acted on it. That's where shit went left. But here we go. I Asante and I kind of lightly touched on this years ago. Do you remember Asante where we had like a really casual tangent, as we always do on these shows, Ooh. about intrusive thoughts and just those weird, random, they call them junk thoughts that pop into our minds and how we tend to feel a little bit freaked out sometimes because they can be a little dark. Mm-hmm, <laughs> they mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. be, I think the most shocking aspect is when they come out of the blue. You know, mm-hmm. you can be in the middle of doing something and this thought that has no connection to anything, no relevance, just pops up and, and it's even weirder when it's like, you know, something violent, <laughs> something dark. And it got me thinking, which is why I was interesting that this is the conversation this week. Um, it got me interested in um, why those happen and why no one really talks about them. I think a lot of people tend to be ashamed of it. I think the first time I actually heard about it, and I mentioned this in that time that Asante and I had that tangent years ago, um, was on an episode created by Invisibilia back in 2015, right? And it was called The Secret History of Thoughts. And this was uh, an episode created by the then hosts, Alex Spiegel, and Lulu Miller, and it was an episode where they asked the question, are my thoughts related to my inner wishes? And do they reveal who I really am? And I remember they had a a man on there who was talking about how sometimes he would look at his wife and Mm. get this violent desire to just, like, bash her head in. (laughs) And he was like, holy shit, you know, what the fuck? Like, why am I thinking these things? And through him speaking to Alex and Lulu, they had other people kind of chime in about these thoughts that pop in that people are ashamed, embarrassed, and horrified and don't really tell other people that they're experiencing because they don't know what that says about who they are, where they're at, why, you know, like, does this mean that I am secretly a violent person, you know, Mm -hmm. or like a deviant or a predator, um, but what I've found interesting through reading different, you know, Harvard medical journals, even our favorites like WebMD and and therapist blogs like iOS and GoodRx, is that these are considered junk thoughts. And I'm curious about that because I'm like, is it really a junk thought? They say it's nothing you should worry about, and they say that it's very common. Um, I was reading a journal on Queens University that they just dropped maybe a week or two ago where they were saying um, the average person has 6,200 thoughts a day. Mm. And they actually just figured out a technology that they were writing about where they can, they call them thought worms, where they can actually see now when your thought goes from one to the next. Isn't that interesting? It's kind of creepy. Is this like season two of the OA? <laughs> it is. When Zendaya and them was playing that game or whatever? You remember? And it was like, it can 
<laughs> Look at Asante, he's traumatized. We actually need to do an episode about that. I was such a damn. <clears throat> oh, good and show. you remember on the OA the uh the person that uh Prairie was looking for or the the agent was looking for the remember that that black guy was looking for that. Uh, uh, they're on Discover, uh, Star Trek Discovery, but that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, I, you know, that's where he should have been looking. <laughs> <laughs> so well, just by just by definition, according to the National Institute of Mental Health, they say intrusive thoughts, right, are sudden, involuntary thoughts that can be disturbing. They also explain that although everyone experiences these sudden thoughts that can be distressing or uncomfortable some individuals experience them more frequently and it's the ones that have the desire to act on it you know that's when you should seek medical help you know that's when you should seek some kind of to see if, if it's an underlying condition that it might be alerting you to right whether it's like an OCD bipolar they have like a range of different conditions that it could be letting you know you might you know need some assistance with like a check engine light exactly but for Mm -hmm. the average person they're trying to express that this is common this is like pretty much everybody it's just that everyone's frequency and everyone's desire to act out or or even um sometimes it can be a little bit more obsessive right where it's actually disrupting your day-to-day and if it's gotten mm. to that point, that's when you should seek help. But outside of that, they want people to discuss these intrusive thoughts more openly so that people don't feel so shamed. Because a lot of the blogs I was looking up where they were discussing ways to manage them really said it's by not suppressing them, number one, <laughs> not trying to make them go away and not feeling shamed or or judging what they mean about who you are as a person. Okay, I've been trying, but I mm-hmm. can't no more. Because to me, like, <laughs> of happened? course, we all have thoughts, you know what I'm saying? I ought to whoop this motherfucker ass, you know what I'm saying? You think stuff like that, yes. you know what I'm saying? I ought to, I ought to, whatever the fuck. <clears throat> but if you're but... constantly having thought, like, if like unpro- it's the difference between reacting to something in that way Mm-hmm. And just having random thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Like, just we sitting here next to each other as friends and damn near family, and I'm like, oh, I, I, I should slam his head into this concrete thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's a red <laughs> flag, and I don't give a damn what they talking about. About you know, then maybe you should see if you. If to me, if you're having thoughts like that about somebody else, there's there's an issue there that needs to be taken you know but apparently that's really common like even i'm if you if if somebody didn't do you telling me friend that they're saying it's common for us the three of us to be sitting here and me have a violent thought towards yes they're saying that that is they're saying it's common there's listen on good rx right which is the health blog they hear seven common right intrusive thought examples that they have Mm -hmm. done studies on the, the major one is the thought of hurting a baby or child, right? So if you're a new parent, you may have experienced intrusive, intrusive thoughts about your baby's well-being. Your thoughts might be related to accidental harm or uh, thoughts about harming your child on purpose. And one study estimated that nearly half of new parents had this specific intrusive thought. And, you know, and they feel terrible. And this is the part that I'm curious about, because remember when we had our um, episode on epigenetics Mm -hmm. where, you know, the fears that kind of have come down. down. Yeah. Fears, thoughts, just different uh, emotions that have been passed down. Right. 
initially they had called that junk DNA. <laughs> and then over time through science evolving and them having, you know, gaining a better understanding of what this quote unquote junk DNA really was, that's where they developed an entire field called epigenetics. So I'm curious if over time these so-called mm-hmm. junk thoughts, you know, will develop into something else where they realize actually this is where it's coming from. This is why it's happening. This is why you're feeling these specific thoughts. Because as of right now, the understanding collectively amongst the science and, you know, mental health community is that it's just junk. No, that it's just junk and it's common. And even through the study I was reading with Queens University, which if anyone wants to look it up, it's the Queens Gazette. Um, where they're talking about the thought worms, where they have figured out how to see when your thoughts shift. They Mm -hmm. did mention that one of the ways that they saw people's thoughts shifting was based on what they were watching, obviously, because if you're watching a movie, that's going to create thought bubbles in your head that, you know, make you think Mm -hmm. of this is based on maybe what the actor said, what he did, maybe a song where that takes you mentally based on the lyrics. Um, They said even drinking coffee you know, will transport you. You got to remember that scent and memory are connected in the brain. So all those different factors that play a role in where your mind goes throughout the day. And remember, like I said, that Queen's Gazette said the average person has 6,200 thoughts per day. So think of the work your mind is doing and just all the the different um different things throughout the day, the different stimulants that are contributing to where those thoughts go, where they're coming from, why they're going there. You Something know, wait, what'd y'all say? Something wrong with you. If you want to hurt a baby, but apparently this is common. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation. But is it common that you want to hurt a baby or you think of all the ways a baby could get hurt. And sometimes there's a difference. No, they're definitely explaining that it's the half the parents have shared experiencing wanting to intentionally hurt a baby. They will not act on it. It's a passing thought, you know, but it happens. People have an inherent, people have a, a natural sensitive, a sensitivity towards babies and their, their health. They're so fragile and harmless mm-hmm. and helpless. So to me, wanting to, to you know enact harm on something like that that's something wrong with you but i can't even say that though because there are hormonal shifts that happen you know um they also mentioned stress and anxiety you got to consider postpartum it doesn't mean that the moms want to hurt these kids but uh, the changes that they're experiencing on a chemical level um on an external level are so like sometimes they might not even latch on to the fact that it is a child or their baby. They're just, it's just disconnected. A, right. Just, it's just like, a thought that I comes up. And it happens. I've heard a lot of moms that they feel really guilty. Because you should if you think about harm hitting or killing a baby or something like that. To me, like that's that's really extreme. I mean, like, it is extreme, but I feel really like extreme to me. Like I was, I'm struggling it's extreme, with not judging, but it's extreme. But I also think it's important that people discuss this without feeling judged because it's that judgment and shame that causes them to not get help, you know, to not 
talk about it with anybody else. Okay. You're and right. It, and I it, just, will, like, it will it will not allow them. I get that. I get that. It's the protective nature in us wanting to a be like, baby? Oh. Like, what the fuck? But that's just one of them. I mean, another example that GoodRx shared was even thoughts of uh, doing something violent or illegal are super common. Like, these are not actions you want to do, but the thoughts can start to make you question yourself. Violent, intrusive thoughts can be vivid, you know, where... You think about it. How many times have you been somewhere and someone says something crazy or you saw something crazy and you just get this urge to like act out, you Rage. know, Rage. Yeah. Or even um, the one that I remember specifically Asante and I discussing was uh, when you're driving, <laughs> if it's like a cliff or those edges in the mountain and there's mm-hmm. always that thought that pops up, like, I wonder what happened if I like just drove off. Mm-hmm. You know? I've never thought that. <laughs> I'd be so but scared see, on them winding see, in the mountains and cliffs. I've always thought, I hope we don't yours. drive off that. You know that what I'm saying? That might not like, be yours, yeah. you know, because right. there's Everybody so has, many different kinds. Yeah, so basically uh, what you're getting at or what we've established, hopefully, is that we all experience violence in some sort uh, in our passive thoughts. Maybe sometimes it, it'll actively pop up, but sometimes... We just have these violent thoughts, and because I watch a lot of anime and stuff. Because when you were first starting to say that, I was like, oh, you know, I'm a loving person. But then I was like, oh, well, you know, I do watch a lot of anime, and I have had like a lot of like randomly passive thoughts that sometimes just pop up, and I'm like, well, I don't care about that, and it just moves on. And mm-hmm, when you just mentioned mm-hmm. the clip in particular, I was just thinking because there are times when I'm in the shower and I'm just like, I'm gonna just bust my head wide open, like for no yeah, reason. Same. Like, the tub exactly. might not even be slippery. It's just the fact that I'm in there and I know I live alone now. Like I, I'm just having these random thoughts of what could go wrong at times so when you say parents that's part of it like when parents are stressed out and they're thinking about like their their baby like at first i was thinking you were thinking about like uh i can't go to sleep because if i go to sleep something's gonna happen the baby's gonna die but then i can i can understand how that can evolve when you're stressed out and you've had lack of sleep and you're like you know i want this baby to be quiet and i hope i don't like you know i might end up shaking on the death like you got heaven for or god forbid you know like these aren't things you want to do, but I feel like I see how these but, things can come into your orbit or thought mm-hmm. process when you're like feeling low or even randomly when you're high, and you're not even thinking about that. Like I see it from both sides. So maybe Stress. I'm misunderstanding, right? Because Asante, you just, you just identified the same scenario friend did, but you said, so maybe these aren't things that you want to do, right? I'm th- I thought we were talking about people that said, I have thoughts where I want to shake my baby to death. I want to, Hurt or harm, hurt or harm my baby. Like no, no, no. What makes it intrusive is that it's a thought that pops up out of nowhere, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to act on it. It doesn't mean it's it's what you want to do. It doesn't mean it's like where you're at in life. It's just literally that an intrusive thought. And a lot of parents have admitted that you know a lot of the times the intrusive thoughts have to do with violence against their child. Uh, that's where I, they lose me. But I hear you, though. We all mm-hmm. have different thought processes, so I don't even know how to, to do this. But, like, imagine right now you're just thinking about the show. You're thinking about what you're going to eat later. You're thinking about the blood in your hair right now. And then all of a sudden, something comes up in your head that's like, man, what if my computer just, like, plopped down on my head in the middle? Like, you're not even thinking about that, and it just happens to you. <laughs> you what, know what there's a difference between what if and I want to, though. That's the difference I'm but, talking about. But, and I wh- thought that we were talking about people who said... I have thoughts where I say to myself, 
I want to throw my baby against this wall just because. Both are right, but you both are saying? forms. Both are forms of intrusive thoughts because okay. it's whether you, you know, are vividly imagining doing harm. It's also the anxiety, like Asante was just describing, of constantly thinking of violent things happening to you. Now you that know? I understand, like, like what if I say I'm frustrated me, with my computer and I want to throw it? That's like right, normal. and you want to throw it out the window, like that's normal. You know, you're not going to because some you people can might kill throw someone. But I mean, there are people that might. Uh, but for the most part, how many times a day do you have those thoughts? Like even me, mine are really random. Like I will be walking with something heavy, and I'll be like, "What if I drop this shit on my foot or break?" It? <laughs> you know, and and it's always something so negative. And even throughout the day, like. Um, for coming down the stairs or like we said, driving through the streets. If I fall off, especially now that I'm am driving through like lakes and rivers, mm-hmm. I'll notice that there'll be this weird, well, let me not call it weird. It feels weird. I'll say that curiosity of like, what ifs, you know, to and me, I- that's called being careful. Shit. Yeah. I think about <laughs> the risk. That's, that's, that's assessing risk. You know what I'm saying? In situations like I do that. And I didn't know that that was classified as an intrusive thought. I thought, yeah, that because was just- the I, because that might be how you assess a risk. And there might very yeah. well be someone who's driving through the mountains and just enjoying the scenery. And there's nothing in their mind that makes them think, hey, what if I fall into this cliff yeah. or this lake? The same way that for you, it feels so foreign to think of injuring a child. You know, for someone else, this might be a reality, like the same way that the guy in that episode of Invisibilia, he was feeling terrible because he was like, I have to tell someone that I had this thought of bashing, you know, like my wife's head in or whatever. And he went and got help for it um, because he just felt he couldn't stop obsessing and fixating on what it meant about him. I bet you used to talk crazy to him. And that's why sometimes he'd be like, what if I just bash your head in right now? But see, that's different, though. To me, that's different. Real shit, like that's different than. I'm not trying to harp on this, like right, but that's different. No, it's if, if you're, you're, if you're married to a bitch, right? you know what I'm saying, male or female. If you're married to a and bitch, they trigger, yeah, but that's, that's part tr- of that's, it that's, because that's they making said you stress, want to react to something, that's right? Stress, anxiety. That's different, though, friend. I, I get mm-hmm. that. There's that. What you're saying to me is that both identi- both qualify as intrusive thoughts. Something exactly. that can be a reaction to something or something that is mm-hmm. just completely unprovoked, unprompted, and just occurs in thought. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I had to. And that's what I have begun to understand now at this point in the conversation. Initially, right. I thought that you meant that with you know those types of impulsive thoughts, like specifically yeah. just the specifically ones about causing unprovoked. Harm. No, yeah, like those I thought are that, that those was are part like, of it. Yeah, because um, they even mentioned. Um, unexpected reminders about painful past events, you know, so this could be a form of PTSD as well, where some people will experience unwanted intrusive thoughts related to past trauma. And these uh, are often triggered by something around you, whether it's a scent, maybe how someone said something, how someone touched you. I experienced that based on past experience in me, where if you touch me a certain way on Mm -hmm. my stomach, like, Mm -hmm. All is like the raven eye. <laughs> like mm-hmm, she just, mm-hmm. I start going back, you know. And there are people that experience that. Um, and like I said, these are really common, especially the PTSD one. They also mentioned it doesn't have to come in the form of a thought. You know, mm-hmm. it can be an image. 
that plays a replay of something that has happened. It can be a sound. It can be a scent that you start smelling of someone, you know, that, that it just wasn't a good experience and now you're smelling them. Um, there are people that worry about catching germs or serious illness, like hypochondriacs or like Jade, who literally will be on a flight for six hours and not use the bathroom. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? We all use the bathroom traveling for years and they're fine. Can something happen? Yes. What are the possible, you know, probabilities are probably pretty low, but that's an intrusive thought for Jade. She thinks the worst of public restrooms. And I, just, I never mind. I'm not even going to say that. So go ahead. What? Go ahead. No, go it's ahead. not even worth it. It ain't even about Jade. It's just about, it's about hypochondriacs, but there's nothing funny about being the hypochondriac. So let's just go ahead. Okay. Right, just go. <laughs> and then there's people who have um, concerns about doing something embarrassing when they're in front of other people. This is a another one too like tripping and I and it's weird because I think of this even when I'm watching award shows when people are walking I get this anxiety with their dresses like I was watching the scene with um Meg the Stallion doing the you don't know mm-hmm. we don't talk about Bruno and there was a part where she had to kind of move her dress to go up and I've like got that anxiety shot up to me mm-hmm. like she's gonna slam it to the floor da, da, da. and I always it's random thoughts Based on what I don't know, because who have I ever seen slam into a floor at an award show? But it's I an think... intrusive thought, and that's you know a minor one, but it just goes to show the range. Uh, go ahead, Asante. No, I just was gonna say I feel like maybe this is um, one of those things because humans are are just curious people, and maybe mm-hmm. because a lot of us we know that we have to be like maybe you know there are a lot of processes and subroutines as I was saying earlier that run. And maybe because we know we always have to like problem solve to a degree, maybe we're always just curiously randomly wondering about problems that may never occur. Scenarios. Like like uh shout out to Abbott, Principal Ava, you know, being a doomsday uh head, like thinking like <laughs> I don't understand why y'all don't think that this shit's gonna end at any given moment. Like some people are doomsday preppers and think mm-hmm. like I gotta get to the bag They're so in I can the build bunkers. my shelter, like you know, my yep. bunker, I gotta, you know, get my hands on some weapons or whatever. Like there are people out there that have these random thoughts about things that for whatever reason might be super close to them or not close to them at all. And they're just listening to those active thoughts. And it's just really, or uh, what's the, the, the uh, technical term? Intrusive Intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I just think about how that could be any thought. And I really am glad that Dustin, you did ask all those questions though, because it really could be like an array of things. And Mm -hmm. so it's good that we can kind of hone in. Cause when I'm thinking about these things, I'm like, well, damn, like, is that another intrusive thought or am I just thinking like, well, is it usually, just a thought? Usually it is an intrusive <laughs> I, I, thought. Some of these intrusive thoughts I personally feel are just thoughts, just life. Some of this shit is just life. These are things that you're just going to think about that are scenario based, circumstantially based, and they're just considerations per your environment. Mm-hmm. There are other things that I, that I feel like exist outside of that space, which are things like PTSD. That's a very real thing to be triggered by a traumatic event of your past. To me, there's a difference between that um, and just, uh, uh, like I said, risk assessing risk or having, you know, certain thoughts relative to, like I said, again, your environment, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some of that shit is just life. You're going to think about, you're going to have certain concerns. You're going to, you, you're going to consider certain shit. And sometimes yeah. when we qualify it in certain other ways, it gives people that are seeking kind of um, an excuse for something, for certain behaviors or whatever, it gives them something to say. Well, now I have these thoughts that I'm dealing with, so 
you have to give me more space when people are taking advantage of that. You understand what I'm saying? I can, I, I see your, that. I see your perspective, but I think because it's something that's common and, and not spoken about, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not a thing that people are using as an excuse. You know what I mean? If anything, what they're hoping to do with these conversations is to let people know that they're not alone in feeling these thoughts. Cause most people do not talk about this shit. Like <laughs> the average mom is not going around being like, Hey, has anyone else, you know, considered throwing their baby? Like, it's just not uh, a common because conversation. <laughs> I was no, you ain't but, supposed I mean, to throw your goddamn baby well, across well, the room. They're not going to do it. They're just, it's the thought that, that pops up. It's that makes Angie Stone of, the only one really did it, if we're telling the truth. Angie Stone is... <laughs> how many times have our mothers told, I'll knock your teeth out your mouth? Several. We know you ain't finna knock our teeth out of your mouth. Angie Stone did it. But in most <laughs> cases... So I guess you're right then. The, the range exists. Like right. It makes me mind. think of when I was in like middle and high school. I had... The, middle or high school. I had this friend who... She just always used to have these really violent thoughts. Like she just always, but she would always calmly just say them. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but like, I'm glad you can at least just say it. Like, right. And then, <laughs> and then like one day she told me when she was older, she was like, honestly, like, I don't know. Like, I just always used to have those thoughts for real. And you were the only person that I felt like I could talk to. And I just used to tell you straight up, like what I was thinking. And I thought that was so interesting because, because part of me felt like, thank you for telling me this, but like, what the fuck? Like, but also, but, what do I do? Yeah. And, yeah. Cause I just didn't know. And so like later to find out, she was like, I really wasn't that type of girl. Like I just didn't like, I felt like people, she was a weirdo. And I always like weirdos in high school. Cause it was like, it's fucking high school. Fuck y'all. Like everybody <laughs> should be Howard the fuck they want to be anyway. And so I always used to like go bother her at lunch when I was making my rounds. And she used to, just, I was like, you know, how you doing today? And she's like, I hate my teacher. Like, and I'd be like, cool. And she's like, that girl over there. And like talk shit about people and say all this stuff. I'm like, uh, okay. And so I would just kind of leave her to her devices. And she was just like, I just didn't know how to handle all the things that like all the information I was processing outside of the classes I had to learn. So I think my defense was I just used to talk shit about people or I, I felt like, like I needed style. to hurt people and stuff like that. And I was just like, <laughs> but like the fact that she was able to well, smart girl. I feel like maybe some people can come full circle like that. But for Fran, like what you were saying, like it just doesn't seem common for a people to share their violent fucking thoughts, especially if it's going to be about mm. something as sensitive as a baby right. or B be able to say like, okay, well girl, why do you have those thoughts about your baby? Because, other people are going to be like, oh, girl, like something's wrong with you. You need to call somebody where really yes. it's just like when that could be what it is. But like, that's not going to help anybody. So if you have to figure out like, oh, well, you just have a right. hormonal imbalance because your ass. Uh, did you did you latch the baby? No. Oh, OK. Yeah. You need to go see somebody. Like, so have you, you gotten sleep? Yeah. Because yeah, like they like, said, these can be triggered by feeling isolated, um, high stress, anxiety disorders. There's so many factors. And obviously it's going to range. You know, Dustin you're sharing that this is just not really something you experience that often, but you have to remember our brains all processed very differently. So that might be where you're at with it, but there but can you, be I someone. I think you're misunderstanding me though. Cause what I'm mm-hmm. saying is I am, I experience this all the time. You get what right. I'm saying? But I not, have no, thoughts. but I'm saying to this degree where like for you seeing someone thinking of harming a baby to you sounds foreign, but I'm saying for someone else, who may be sharing these thoughts with another parent, they might realize like, okay, so this is common. You know, this is common for for moms who have just come 
under the pressure of giving birth and the changes mm-hmm. that that created in their hormones and it, and the chemical changes in their bodies and the stress of this new life, you know, and, and those factors can play a part in having those thoughts. So it's not so much of them like, oh, you need to go get help, but it's more so understand that this is a possibility and these are where the intrusive thoughts come. Now, if you want to act out on it, like we have seen cases, you know, true crime cases snap. That's when they ask if you're feeling the urge where it's not just this thought that popped up, but you're feeling the actual urge to follow through. That's when you should seek help, you know, because so then at this point you've lost help. control. No, well, I'm just, I'm I mean, just <laughs> that was an emotional moment. But I, how do you identify these thoughts? Right, they yeah. tend to be unusual for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like uncharacteristically violent. Let's say, like you're a certain, you know, a super chill person, and then all of a sudden you get this really violent thought, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Basically, it's the thoughts that make you be like, "Why did I just think that?" <laughs> like that's yeah. why the bathtub was so vivid for me because it was like my the surface ain't slippery or nothing in there and just so random. I think, what if you just bust your head up? Like, Same. Like, you know, I used to. I remember I used to say it's funny you mentioned the bathtub because I remember I I, I forget who I told it might have been like Jade or Maya, but I was like, I wonder if in a past life. I died. Yeah, Yeah, because I have this really irrational, (laughs) these irrational intrusive thoughts about shit in the bathroom. Like, what if I slip here? And then one day it happened. And I swore that I I like brought it on myself in a weird way because I'm constantly thinking of things that could happen in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is that? And one day I was changing. Yep, one day I was changing the fucking shower curtain and was on like one of those little step ladders. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden I just flew back, <laughs> slammed into the luckily the way I fell back was directly. So I just hit the door as opposed to if I had gone oh. to the left a little bit, it would have been the sink, Ooh. which is part of everyone's fear, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm like those thoughts, I you just don't want to call that in. And so, but, you know, back to identifying these thoughts, they're intrusive. Uh, I mean, they're unusual, excuse me. They're bothersome. You know, it's like a disturbing, repetitive pattern. Uh, sometimes they are hard to control for people where they can't seem to make it go away. And that's why they said in order to to try to manage them, it's less about trying to make it go away. And like your friend was doing, Asante, is just acknowledging them and accepting that they happen. And that's like, why these conversations are important because there are people that are actually creating fixations because they think something's wrong with them as opposed to just saying, that's an intrusive thought, which is what I do now. I'll be like, come on, intrusive thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hello, here you are with your weird shit. You know what I mean? And then it, it'll just pass because I know I'm not going to act out on, on a lot of it. It's just, you know, and it even happens in relationships where y'all could be having a good day. And then this fear or something completely irrelevant to what the day is comes that makes you want to ruin it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? I'm not bringing that up or I'm not saying that. Or I'm not asking that. All see, that. When, see, whenever I get uh, <laughs> some, well, I, I don't know. I feel like intrusive thoughts can be a range of things, but I feel like whenever I get certain thoughts and I'm just like, oh, like, 
That is out of character. Like, I'm usually trying to be like, no, get out of here. Like, no, thank you. Because, And I don't want to be cliche, but some of it sometimes, uh, or some of what I'm thinking of some in certain instances, right, um, will be from, like, after I've watched a scary movie, or even, like, years later, uh, a process of a scary watch. movie still... Right, even the process of a scary movie is still like sticking with me, like the Final Destination movies. Like the fact to- that none of us will ride behind a car with logs, like it's automatic. I'm gonna go to the next. Did y'all see the picture or- that went viral where it was a truck with the logs and literally not one car behind them? Everybody was on the other lanes. <laughs> or yeah. the ele- we, oh, getting on the elevator, like. I ain't playing with the elevator doors. Like, sometimes people, like, every now and then I might just try to stick my hand in and be like, oh, I can get my whole body in. But, like, if like if just my head is left or just one part of a limb is left and I feel like them doors is going to be sturdy and fast, I'm not playing. Like, after Final Destination is seeing old girl popped, her head oh. popped off in the elevator. Like, sometimes I randomly have these elevator thoughts for no reason. And the worst is when you be thinking the elevator might get you, and then it just jump all of a sudden. It's like, oh, it's the it's the today oh is today. <laughs> I'm dying in the elevator. I don't know how or why it's me, but it's happening. Not Have you ever been stuck in an elevator? Yes, yes in me the too. projects like, too, which is the scarier because <laughs> you know ain't nobody coming to fix this shit. I've been stuck on a roller coaster. That's why I don't like to go. Ooh, like no. whenever we go, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. just one. That would have been the last one. I have. Mm-hmm. I got stuck on the corkscrew mm-hmm. at Cedar Point. But I, for mm-hmm. me, being a coaster enthusiast is a bit different of an experience for me because it's like a badge of honor. You know what I'm saying? Not a it's badge like, of honor. Yeah, it's like, wow, you know, something happened to me that's not supposed to happen. But I wasn't, like, fearful. It's different. Now, I do have, I think I have intrusive thoughts about, like, home invasions and shit type shit. Oh, I'm, my God. You know, that's a new one for me. That's a new yeah. one for me. So like, and I live Living alone here. too. We all live alone. Well, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, we grown. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. like at night, noise is going to the bathroom. I'm constantly looking over my shoulder, like constantly. And I know ain't but one though. So I know you know okay. what I'm saying how to get in and out. But still, motherfucker, you know what I'm that's saying? so I'm real. Cautious. Mine got really bad when um, I told you guys those guys got up on my terrace balcony. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just was like. That just made it worse because I already mm-hmm. kind of had it. It wasn't too crazy, but because there is a, a certain safety you feel living in apartment buildings because yeah, there's so sure. many damn doors. And then, you know, you're high up. It's like, what are the odds? Yeah. I mean, they'd have to go through a lot to do a home invasion. But once they actually scaled my damn terrace and just the thought of the fact that I was asleep and not knowing and maybe what if they could have made it worse and tried to get in or what if I didn't lock the door that night because yeah, sometimes yeah. you know you go out to your terrace and you yeah. forget all those factors that had me unable to see, sleep properly those last couple months that I was living in Brooklyn uh, and then once I got here it just made it worse because mm. oh, yeah, my, the vulnerability I'm in level. a house yeah mm-hmm. now, now I'm in a house so there is no multiple doors or floors it's like mm-hmm. the house, the door, the street. And I'm constantly battling those intrusive thoughts. And then, you know, on a spiritual level, I tell myself, don't call that in. Don't call that right, in. Don't call that sure. experience in. Because if you're constantly fixating, you're going to like pull in the energy that creates it. At least that's how I feel about life. So I just try not. But I also don't want that's to. That's why I think about money and sex. Yeah, like <laughs> let me let me call in the shit I want. Yeah. <laughs> but at you the same time, like this said to manage it, don't judge yourself either and don't try to yeah. be like, don't think like that. It's just like, there it goes. Let it go. Let it just pass. Go ahead, Asante. 
Okay, so the scary thoughts because they are fake and and sometimes stemming from from nowhere. I do tell myself, all right, let this. Well, first of all, y'all know I have a very vivid imagination, <laughs> so sometimes I either have to let the scenario play out or I have to visual like vividly mentally play into the scenario so it can finally play out. Which is why I'm such a ridiculous person. But um, <laughs> outside of that, because sometimes there is shit happening in my head. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> Turn this shit into a song and dance and go. Like, just get out. Get like work. Because I just feel like I think that's part of my subroutine. Is like I'm a musical person. So if you really want to get rid of it, go ahead and make it into a musical and go. But um, outside <laughs> of that, I recently. And quickly, very quickly, shout out to the the doorman in my building, very specifically Ashley and Arthur. Uh, y'all have, are listening to the show now because Arthur couldn't keep his mouth shut, but I love y'all both very much. But, What's um, up, Fist? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, Dead. in our little, the building that I live in has like a little Slack group um, and everybody named That's Mama so be in there cute. complaining about stuff. And recently they was talking about, I guess some of the, uh, some of the leasing agents, they have been entering their apartments accidentally what so <laughs> i don't have the fear but i had like a passive thought <laughs> i don't want to tell y'all what i was doing i had this you know the the raw papers they have like these they sell these ridiculous size blunts papers i had stuff me like a really like fat blunt and it was crazy and i was just like yo if what if somebody like opened this door <laughs> right now like i would feel so lit but i would also be so embarrassed and pissed off today trying to say something because this blunt is so fat like you could there's nothing you could what say what they look like <laughs> well, <laughs> i mean it would be dependent on that right but hey there's somebody that could but anyway it's just i know that because you moved out there you think about that and i had to tell myself well don't call this in because i don't want nobody actually coming in my apartment okay i don't even want this because that's never happened to me before. And I don't want this to actually become a thing that I think happened. So just don't think about that. Or just let that happen to them over there because maybe they let the door open or whatever they actually did that actually got their uh, shit answered. Maybe it was an accident. It wasn't what they were saying. I don't know. I was yeah. just trying to do Nice that legs. <laughs> you are just. <laughs> but I, I really love this conversation too because another aspect of intrusive thoughts that they mentioned was religious ones too. Like the constant oh. fear that God is, you know, watching you and punishing you and, and going to hurt you when you come to the Ridiculous. gates and, you know, for yeah. every decision you make and it Frank becomes say, very... going to hurt you when you come to the gates. <laughs> and it becomes very stifling. You know, it becomes very limiting. <laughs> friend, what's going to happen? You know, <laughs> you was on a roll, friend. You know, he's going to hurt you when you come to the gates. <laughs> I mean, people have different fears. And then, you know, and, and it, it becomes this thing where it actually interferes with your everyday life. You know, That's I've had exactly friends. I've had friends who literally were telling me they were afraid to do yoga with me. And I asked them why. And they're like, oh, because the portals that it opens and, you know, God doesn't like the chanting. I'm like, chanting? Mm -hmm. I don't chant mm -hmm. at the, like, yoga stretching for me. Well, I'm, not like, wait, I'm not upstairs wait, chanting. And if you don't, minute, and if someone minute. does a chant, because there are people who do different chants, you don't have to do any of that. You can always wait. participate at your I don't want to be comfort it. level. Did you right. see the lady who said that she was a, um, who said that she was dropping out of being an AKA? 
because they I did serve see false that. gods or whatever. I did see on, that. On the, okay. And I day. saw the the quote tweet. Somebody said, what type of town y'all be on? <laughs> what y'all why, there worshiping? <laughs> why the AKAs is like, bye. All the, all the ones that was Oh, my God. They were talking was bye then. Like, it was all these memes of, like, But that's a perfect huddling. example because... You know, not judging the young lady's decision or experience, because if that's how she's feeling, that's where she's at. That's her gate she got to pull up to. At the end of the day, you know, we don't all know what's going on, but it just goes to show those are thoughts that came popped up into her mind and made her make a decision, you know, that becomes it changes the trajectory of your everyday. And that's what they mean about these thoughts. And so that's why I was saying I'm curious because they called epigenetics junk dna at some point and so are these being junk thoughts i'm like can they really say that we're not affected by the things that we eat the things that we're seeing you know the music we're hearing we've joked around on this podcast about the songs that come out that are mad fucking depressing and every new artist that comes out is more depressed than the other and it's like is he feeling this way because of what he's been listening to is it just a new genre of music? Is this just where oh music my God, is going? I, on I can't remember that shit. We was doing <laughs> that shit. <laughs> and that's what I mean. So I'm curious. Like I feel like while they're saying these are nothing you should worry about, but I do wonder why I don't really see any conversations in these medical journals about the factors that are contributing to the to types these. of mm. quote-unquote junk thoughts that we're having. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because if something you're watching can make you go from one thought to the other, the thought worm like that Queens College Gazette mentioned. Okay, so what you're watching is also going to contribute to the type of thought, is it not? If I'm watching absolutely true crime as opposed to the new Mr. Rogers tab neighborhood. Time. Yeah. Tab time. Thank yeah. you. Perfect. Black owned. Yeah. <laughs> Which, funny enough, I was watching Tab Time this week, so it's so it's good, so damn cute. Hey, first old of all, of mine. come on. And you know what's funny about time. kids? My partner's son was has been staying mm-hmm. with us the past couple of weeks, and I was showing him a couple of different black cartoons I found, and he was like, "I don't like it. I don't like it." Uh, He's like, "I don't like this one. I don't like this one. This one's boring." He's very vocal. And mm-hmm. then we got to tab time and he was just like fixated. He started singing yes. along. I was like, look at that. That is so interesting. It's a hit. <laughs> it's a out hit. Out of the mouths like, of babes. Out of the mouths of babes. So I'm saying like, you know, where's the parts in the journals where they they dissect that aspect? You know, mm-hmm. the people who are dealing with higher stress and anxiety and having more of these reoccurring, almost obsessive fixated thoughts, what things are happening in their lives as well that may be contributing to these things? You know, like where are mm -hmm, the studies mm -hmm, on that? And I'm mm -hmm. curious about more conversations on that part of it too. Because these motherfuckers have lost their minds. It's true because I I told y'all I used to listen to true crime podcasts while I was showering before going to bed. no, friend. And it was very natural to me. I love true crime. I love, um, what's the junkies? What's the one mm-hmm. we love? Crime junkies. Crime junkies. And mm-hmm. for me, it was very normal. I told y'all until my partner and I started living together. And he was like, bro. <laughs> he came in the bathroom like, this is dark as fuck. And it's like 11 p.m. You about to go to sleep. He's like, you don't think that's going to affect what you dream? And I was like, that's funny because 
this was so autopilot, like play a podcast while I'm showering, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it would be our friends show. Sometimes it'd be true crime. Didn't really think about it. And especially me that I'm the most like in those terms of like um, ways to self-care, you know, protect your mental health. But I still am human and have autopilot moments in that. And I was like, you're right. That is And you get your full dark. eight hours. So you having 100 dreams about dying, Okay, 6,200 thoughts. trying to survive. <laughs> like, ooh. Uh-uh. And like, Jump, how, is that, how is that not contributing <laughs> to me thinking of home invasions and shit? You know what I'm saying? Or like, just all exactly. the creepy shit that pops in. So I would like to see more studies. But at the same time, I do think these conversations are important. Because I, I don't want people to feel shamed or thinking something's wrong and if they do feel something's wrong because they can't control it then you know this is the encouragement to talk to somebody about it and and not just your homies that helps too because it's nice to know you're not alone even the way that we're sharing about our thoughts but also therapy you know that's what one of um the therapists from the harvard health uh website was saying it was dr williams Um, She was saying that a lot of her patients usually preface the conversation with, I'm not crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Or they'll be like, I'm not going to actually do this. And she tells them, you don't have to do that. There's no need for prefacing. There's no need for a disclaimer. And she lets them know. That's why we're here. That's literally why we're here. She tells them you can be horrified. Uh, I'm sure you're worried you, you you shouldn't tell anyone or they might think something's wrong with you but it's very common. Everyone has them to varying degrees. Um, and like we said, if you feel that it's becoming uncontrollable, if the urge is getting stronger or you feel like it's interfering with your day to day, then that's something that you should look into. Like Dustin said, it might be the engine light that's alerting you to you needing more of a tune up. You know what I mean? You know how y'all like to run the gaslight. <laughs> y'all love driving on the gaslight. So start filling your tank up. <laughs> and I thought even in that moment with Will, he had that moment where he said, I should go up there and smack fire yep. out his ass. But in that moment, he was led by his emotion. He you was like, I'll, I mean? I'll slap. You know what? Actually, I'll I will. Slap. And then, That's actually, my name. I will. Right? I will. Have okay. y'all ever been in that position where like an intrusive thought was something that you ended up following through? But then later on, you look back like... I should have left that alone. Like, it should have just been a thought and been that. Yeah. I cut somebody out today, to be honest with you, today. Mm. You know, this is like the first day that I've been able to move out and move around. Mm -hmm. Real short story. I had to go turn in my old equipment from my old apartment to Mm -hmm. my old internet service provider. I've been wanting to do it, but, you know, the past week, I've literally the past seven days, I've been, like, out of the Overwhelmed. Yeah. So it's the first day I'm able to get, get out. I went into the store. With the equipment, as soon as I got in there, the guy met me with a really terrible attitude, short white guy. And he was like, uh, I'm going to tell you now our system's down, so we can only give you a manual receipt. And you got to call them in and let them know you return the equipment. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, because I'm not coming back. So what's the number? It's the 800 number. Oh, okay. That was so, two. Okay. So then we start doing it, and he's going through my equipment, and he, uh, long story short, because the details are unimportant. I had an intrusive thought today, and I followed through on it, and I don't regret it. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to stand strong on it. I cussed his ass out. And I, well, like and you I, remember when New York was saying she wasn't going to do uh, slap, uh, spit on her, and she's like, but I will. Mm-hmm. It was like she was having that intrusive thought. Like, actually, you know what? Because I'm up here, I will slap you, but she didn't get to. Right. Will did. <laughs> will did. 
And sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. And that's the humanity of it. You know what I mean? That's why when people are arguing about what they would have, what they wouldn't have, it's like people have different factors for why they do the shit they do. You know, whether you understand it or not, we're all yeah. going to come from different perceptions of it. And that's just the reality of it. That's why I'm like, I didn't even involve myself in the conversation because I'm just like, that's what he did. What? Yeah, how will friend. I change? How will I change what he did with my opinion? <laughs> like, with our take. Our it take, wasn't like... me. It wasn't me. And whether I would have done that or not, it wasn't me. And I didn't go up there. He did. He did it. It's already done. He put out his apology. Like, it's just done. Everyone's yep. 1,000 takes. It's just like, all right, y'all. I know so, his kids were so proud of him, though. But go ahead, friend. You saw Jaden tweeted. I did. Tweeted. I see Jaden tweeted. Yeah. What do you say? Like, that's how we that's do it how or we something do like it. that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we love to have our mental health conversations on this show. These are things that I think are very important and it's not to make you paranoid. Obviously, if anything, it's to show that collectively there are a lot of things that we're experiencing that sometimes there aren't the spaces to actually talk about them without judgment, you know, uh, so no. get you a therapist. <laughs> but honestly, even you sharing your judgment of some of it, it's important because that is what happens. You know what I mean? And that's why yeah. people feel scared. So it's in a way, it's good that we show how we were able to talk through it so that people understand that that is what they might be up against when they share these things. You might have a friend that's like, hell no. Well, you know? Outside of that, on, on any level about anything, someone is going to judge somebody about something. So right, if period. you feel, if you feel like you have an, an especially wild thought that someone might judge you about, you know, go like, to a professional. Yeah. A professional is going to sit there and listen and take notes. And they're not going to be like, they're probably going to tell you why they're going to ask more questions to help you get to the why versus just being like, Oh, bitch, they're not gonna need, judge you bottom line like they're right. not gonna say you need to come see me like you're already there to get the and help think of the shit that they've heard i mean like right. this ain't new to them <laughs> they've you probably can go up heard there, you can go up in there being like cersei uh which is something i don't understand they would judge but <laughs> she's like i want to blow up everyone in my town or uh keep effing my brother i don't know uh, that that sort of thing is just like i don't know but then now, you know, can she i might... judge that or cersei, is, wrong cersei for that? is that's what i'm saying that's something that i would judge but maybe she's the an example get to the of living by your intrusive thought <laughs> yes she is she's like fuck it we ball and balls she did <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and uh. with that being said this was just a, a mental health hot button i wanted us to dissect today something to consider and i'd love to hear Ooh. your thoughts you don't have to share your intrusive thoughts obviously yeah, you ain't gotta do that <laughs> I understand it's very sensitive. And I'd love and to hear your intrusive thoughts. <laughs> I understand the internet is not a safe space, but you always have our emails, obviously, that are more protected. You ain't gotta share them there either. And we no, will sorry. not and we will not read anything yeah, we, that you don't want us to read, obviously. But if you are someone that has experienced them just in general, um, let's share about, you know, how that makes you feel. Are you someone that got help for it? Are you someone yeah. that maybe this is your first time even hearing about intrusive thoughts and you're like, oh, shit, that's what the fuck is going on? Because I know y'all didn't have them about me. I read them comments. <laughs> I know y'all didn't have intrusive thoughts about me. I'm a fuck Dustin up. I'm a kid <laughs> Dustin. He say one more thing. I know y'all didn't have them about me. <laughs> I mean, they have them about all of us. I've read some wild really? shit where I'm like, wow, what did Why I do? I Was it my wellness segment? <laughs> like, okay, damn. You want to kill track. me. Okay, damn. <laughs> I get it, but. This is the friend zone. I'm what you might call 
very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found you. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Let's go ahead and, and jump into the wellness segment. I really love that hot button. I've been thinking about that for a while, and Will Smith kind of just made me be like, yeah. <laughs> We are right on time. So this week's uh, wellness segment, let me go to my page, is actually called imperfectfoods.com. Have y'all heard of this website? Mm -hmm. Look at Asante clicking away. I always love when you do this. (laughs) So imperfectfoods.com is high quality, affordable groceries delivered weekly to your door. Now, I've mentioned before that it took me a while to get used to getting my groceries delivered. Groceries I'm delivered. very old school. Like I need to feel the mangoes. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that that the Pick bananas up and put are down four or five of them first. Okay, yeah. you mm-hmm. need to know the lemons. <laughs> I need to squeeze some shit. I need to see the bananas. I'm very particular. They have to be that in between where it's not too too mm-hmm. green, but not not too ripe. You know, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. everyone has. I'm banana. <laughs> <laughs> and not everyone can shop like that. I've had very terrible experiences. I hate to say it. I've mentioned it before. When my Instacart shopper is a man, I just have to pray. Because sometimes they just be grabbing shit. Oh, yeah. Shit. No, that's... Yeah. I, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm, it is. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is a care. really cool a really cool company that I actually had seen for a while. But I, I was like kept saying to myself i want to look into that and try it and see what that's about test it out was finally able to do that a while ago and then i was like now it's time to finally talk about it um what it is and why it's called imperfect foods is because these foods have cosmetic imperfections a lot of the times farmers when they have let's say a potato with an extra butt on it or something (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) just things that are not quote unquote, appealing when you're putting them on the display in the market and those pieces get thrown away. You know, they have a hard time selling them. So that's why this company was like, what if we grab those unsellable pieces with cosmetic imperfections and maybe size or weight imperfections, um, even rescued ingredients? Like sometimes buyers will cancel an order, like the supermarket buyer will cancel Mm. the order last minute. And now the farmer is left with all this very specific order from this supermarket that they cannot give to anyone else. And those are, have, you know, have to be thrown away as well. Imperfect Foods comes in. They swoop that order regardless of what it was. Um, so now this is a perfect brand because these imperfections allow them to also sell it to you much cheaper than the supermarket would if you're someone who's down. I personally don't care if my orange has a gash on, you know, as long as you can eat it and it's healthy and it's not like having animals, you know, coming into it because it's ripped or whatever the case or bugs or too much pesticide, as long as it's not harming me or my health, I really don't care. Just cut it out. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) 
It looked like the apple symbol. Right. I don't really care if the <laughs> strawberry isn't like perfectly shaped. Um, another thing they do too is upcycled ingredients, which is byproducts that would normally go to waste. For example, they say uh, when people are making soy milk, there's a leftover ingredient called okara flour that's left mm-hmm. over from the soy milk. Normally, mm-hmm. that would get chucked. You ever juiced? When you juice, you know the is the leftover pulp. the mm-hmm. pulp that comes in the cup. Most people chuck that. There are people that actually use it. Is. Most people go ahead and make recipes out of that, and that's something that Imperfect Foods does as well. Not only do they sell groceries, but they use these byproduct ingredients to create other things, which is really cool. So, and that actually ties into another thing. They do um, leftover pieces and ends, right? Like sometimes leftover like chocolate bars or maybe a chocolate chip had too many chips and it was mm. falling off. They'll use those leftover odds and ends to create new things as well. So it's a really cool concept. It's a really cool eco-friendly Sounds concept. Like it that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's cool because it you can get like 20 pieces in your grocery items and it will come out to like 50 bucks. Where I know for me, sometimes I'll look at my groceries, I'll have 20 things, and I'll be like, why is my shit $300 when mm-hmm. I have, like, fruit, juice, and maybe potato? And you know what I mean? toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? It's just odd. And now mm-hmm. with inflation, everyone's feeling it, too, that prices have doubled and tripled. You can literally order the same thing every week, and it will be different than it was a year ago today. So people are, you know, feeling it right now, especially with gas inflation the war i mean we're going through it so i think this is a really good brand and company for people to consider and if your groceries go above 60 dollars, you get free shipping and delivery which is really cool the way that they do it too is based on your neighborhood obviously it's a small company they're not everywhere yet but when you put in your zip code to see if they serve your community you can make requests and this is how they will continue to grow This is how they will continue to serve uh, more and more communities. So definitely check them out at imperfectfoods.com. Obviously, this is not an ad. This is just something that I know people have been struggling with the price of groceries lately. And I think that this is a really great option. And the great part is you don't have to leave your house. (laughs) They drop it off. You know, they come to you. It's a small truck, too, because like I said, it's a small company and it's the actual company truck. They come Mm -hmm. and drop it off. It's not like shipped by a third party. So definitely check that out. What I love, too, just the benefits that I have noticed is like really good farmers market quality, too. You know, because Mm -hmm. they're getting this directly from the sellers. This is good shit. This ain't no throwaway groceries. Um, They also take back the packaging for reusing and recycling. So you don't have to like be like, oh, what am I going to do with the box and all the, you know, inserts. They come back and take that when they drop Mm. off. Um, They have shopping windows and deliveries based on where you live. So you don't have to stress. You just see what works. Um, They deliver on the same day every week. And it's farm fresh produce. They have pantry staples, animal and plant-based proteins, dairy and alternatives, beverages, snacks, Uh, Plus the exclusive items that they create based on, you know, the odds and ends that I mentioned. No subscription or service fees, free delivery of your orders over 60. So basically they base it on 
they'll go and look at what you filled up in your cart. And if you decide next week that you didn't want anything, there's nothing in your cart. They just know not to deliver. You don't have to worry about, yeah, subscription, no commitment, none of that. Um, And they pre-fill your cart as well based on what they notice your preferences are in case you want to like try something new, you know, Mm. so that way it can help your palate extend. So this is a really cool company. Really great prices, y'all. I'm telling you, groceries that I would pay $300 for over here, 60, 70 bucks. I know this ain't an ad, but you got like a code or something. I do not. I wish I did. I was actually hoping that in them hearing this, because you know, that's what usually happens. Like that's how we got the Tushy ad Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like a couple other companies that we talked about it just because it was something we were actually using. And then they reach out and they're like, thank you so much. We'd love to give, you know, your yep. listeners such and yeah, such. Cause I'm real bad when it comes to grocery shopping. So a knowing that it's going to like help me a little bit with the quiz and then be it, I can get it delivered. Like whenever I want, I have to log back and be like, all right, uh, <laughs> cancel, again. stop sending me these boxes. Right, or Y'all right. keep sending me the same thing. I need different kind of like, I like that I can do all that, and it's like really good for the earth. Super We're committed easeful. to net zero carbon emissions by 2030. I think that's dope too. So, isn't that cool? Yeah. It's a really, really cool company that I just felt people should know about. And the most important part is the amount of money you save without sacrificing the quality of the food. So, imperfect foods with an s at the end.com check that out if you're already using it i'd love to hear your thoughts if you're curious about using it and you do let me know how that works out for you as well that's it for this week's hot button and wellness segment now let's jump into mr music man what you got for us this week asante well 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 i know it's (laughs) been a crazy week But, oh, it's been a great time to be alive, which is the (laughs) single that Beyonce performed opening the Oscars. Oh, my God. Uh, Beyonce, she's back. She's here. Uh, She blessed us. I I mean, King Richard is I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I know it's going to be amazing when I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. See, it just it just looks good. It was very good. (laughs) Very good. Very, very good. I got to watch. But um, Beyonce, of course, did her thing and was good as well. Well, great. Um, The Williams sisters got to introduce her. She got to perform. Well, she blessed us with the performance. Um, Beyonce's Beyonce. But there were a lot of other great performances at the uh, Oscars that I wanted to just really quickly shout out. Um, I don't really listen to Billie Eilish, but uh, every time I hear the name Phineas, I think about... That's her brother, right? Phineas and her... Yeah, <laughs> me too. And I don't even watch the cartoon. I don't watch. So <laughs> shout out to old girl from Seven Hundred Two because she is the reason that I will always think about when I hear uh, Billie Eilish. Oh, that's right. Ferb. She covers the part of Ferb. Ferb. Misha. I forgot she was calling the twins. I hope Misha doing all right because her ass. You know, I hope Misha and Iris thought. are doing all right. You know Misha cause... had intrusive thoughts after that. <laughs> oh my, after Who didn't being in that damn house? I had intrusive thoughts watching. Watching it. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, shout out to the cast of Encanto, Becky G and Luis Fonsi for We Don't Talk About Bruno mm. <laughs> featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Like, that was I don't... very Friend. random. I don't know. <clears throat> Period. 
<laughs> she here, Megan Thee Stallion. I don't give a damn. Listen. Drop her right, drop her right in, just like that, <laughs> everywhere. So but then I realized that um, Will Packer, this was a mm-hmm. black production. Mm-hmm. So I was like, got it, got it. He was like, I'm going to make this shit black as fuck. Because <laughs> I saw Kelly Rowland presenting, mm-hmm. uh, Meg Thee Stallion performing. It was just so much blackness. Gunna you know? was there. No, I'm no, just playing. <laughs> DJ, uh, D-Nice. D-Nice yep. DJ, and you know, he made it very black. Did y'all see what Jill Scott had on? I did, and I saw your tweet. <laughs> what did you say? No, we ain't gonna say it. Oh, God. Um, also, shout out <laughs> to Regina Hall and Wanda Sykes. And even Amy Schumer. <laughs> they were all a very, very funny host. Um, but I just want to shout out the music uh, really quickly because Megan Thee Stallion and We Don't Talk About Bruno was so funny to me, no, but I no, enjoyed it. No, no, no. I enjoyed That's I what enjoyed everybody said when they seen Jill. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jill Scott's outfit was Bruno all night long. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, stop. No. Uh, also, shout out to Reba McIntyre, uh, the queen of country. That was that was cool. Re- was, Remy McIntyre, Reba, Reba, Reba McIntyre. Ma, like Wait, Reba she was McIntyre. there. Uh, yes, yeah, she performed. She did a song and everything. She, oh, I missed that. Damn, I love. <laughs> I saw I saw her in the opening when there's like a picture of her over some water or something. It was just like, oh, okay, Reba. I don't know what this is, but I'm gonna get into it. And she performed. I love me and, some Reba. I love okay. Reba. I just keep thinking about that gift. <laughs> I love Reba. And shout out I to Blue. Did you see Blue Ivy performing? Mm-hmm. She yes. looks so cute, y'all. She really was killing it though. She, said, she was hitting that shit. <laughs> she was hitting that shit. So damn cute. Beyonce yes. should have won. She yes. should have. That would have been really cool. And shout out yeah. to her. She's the only person that could recreate a tennis ball and make it look. Oh my cool. god. Oh my god! I was stunned. I was like, "This is beautiful." It was an incredible performance. It was beautiful. I already loved that song, but seeing that live performance and seeing her and all her, you know, all the things that she is—that was just an incredible performance. And I'm glad Mm -hmm. she opened the show with it, so we didn't have to wait all night. True, true. Um, Also, shout out to all of the girls out there performing. Megan Thee Stallion had a performance. I don't even know where the performance was, but it came up on my YouTube. She did a Megan's uh, piano mixed with a sweetest pie, and it was cute to watch her uh, just come out and kill it, and everybody so hyped, and the set looked amazing, and she looked great. So You know what I just watched for the first time the other day? Speaking of Megan mm-hmm. Thee Stallion, her performance from the Grammys when she won Best New Artist, her performance oh. was incredible. Go back, y'all. Go back. I she performed that. Savage. Her, her mm. look... Her her choreography, her she was so on and so like tuned straight into the camera, like looking dead in the lens. Like it, it was it was an incredible set, incredible performance. I was I was literally impressed, thoroughly impressed. She's a that girl is a performer. Mm-hmm. Like she's a talented rapper, but she, there's a performance element that is like really For sure. impressive. It can't there, be taught either. Yeah, like no. There is a, or I don't even know if it's still up because you know artists make us a certain level they delete their old videos but she had a, a like one of her old like first songs up on her YouTube and it was like her and another girl who was like singing on the hook of the song and they were like Jay setting and dancing the whole time and I just always was like are we going to see more of the stallion as a dancer and then to see her actually do that and then people are like well she's just a rapper why is she dancing it's like well we seeing all the rap girls 
pulling out all these tricks and, and shows, which they don't have to, but I appreciate it. Like, I love, I love it. it. I love the fact that she puts on, and I love the fact that Megan plays, she knows her strengths. So the fact that she always out in the black hair, even though she knows she can come out in some other colorful, <laughs> cool wig, she knows her black hair is her gold, and she sells it hot girl all she's the time. So and then she throw on like a little blonde every now and then. And then she'll do something for the anime girls every now and then. I love how she plays her strengths, but she still keeps it fresh and she's not boring us. Well, she's not boring me, I should say, because people have criticisms, but I don't care about those. Watch that Grammy's performance of Savage, y'all. And everybody listening, I'm watch that Grammy's up. performance of Savage. It is in. And just watch how, again, just watch how focused she is in the whole performance. And when she's looking to camera, it's just, it's perfection. Y'all will see. It's always in the eyes, the yep. confidence. You know who I'm starting to like? Who? Koi Lotto. Ray. Oh, Lotto. Oh, yeah, Lotto. The took, in, have you been watching her interviews, friend? Yeah, it took me a second, and it's not because of anything with her, but it's just so many people were out right. that it's like to yeah. give everyone the same attention. I was it's just kind of, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll base it on what they put out, and if it calls me, and it calls me in. But I'm starting to like her, and you know what? I'm not even gonna lie, Coyle Ray. Is that her name? How you blick, say blick. it? Coyle Ray. Mm-hmm. That Blick Blick record. Yeah. Push, push. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> Young, like, okay, young, breath of fresh air. Like I love Coyle Ray. I love. And I love she really her is energy. doing her own thing. She, she just she got it. Out and and I always love Rico Nasty. She dropped a, a record yes. too. Now I, I fucks with her because she just doing her own thing for real. Yep. Like she don't look like it's nobody authentic. else. She don't dress like nobody else. She don't have her body like nobody else. She nope. makes music that don't sound like nothing. That's like quote unquote popular right now she's just doing her and it's dope and she could easily if she wanted to make something popular and kill it but i and i love the fact that she doesn't right now because she's gonna go so hard in her lane and do her shit yeah when other people start coming on her shit that it's gonna look like oh well girl like it's just gonna everything about rico nasty is so natural so i just love watching her go hard all the damn time yeah um any other artists you've been new to, friend, that you want to just shout out before you play who you've been listening to? Because I know I'm always just interested to know who you're paying attention to. Because you, it's so hard for the <laughs> girls to random. grab your attention. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think those are probably the only three I can say. I'm like, hmm. You know, let who me I, listen to more of their records for real. I'm gonna give you some homework. Mm-hmm. Who? Bree Runway. Now, Bree Runway, I've been paying attention to because I like her visuals. I think she's putting out cool visuals. And you know what? Shout out to our editor, Ty, mm-hmm. who's the one that put me on. And he put me on a while ago. Like, he sent mm-hmm. me a video and was like, I think you would like this. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. And I admittedly didn't, like, continue to follow through with her songs. But lately, the visuals, you know, thanks to Twitter, all the little viral moments have kind of been catching my eye. I know she's been killing it just so I've, I've been paying attention, but I definitely need to do my homework and watch a little bit more because I can't say I know any of the records, but I know the visuals. All right, Fran. Well, Dustin, is there anybody you want to shout out before we get to who we've been listening to? Oh, no, I don't want to shout out nobody. No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Fran, I want to know what you've been listening to, okay? I need to know what you've been playing, what you, you know, what records you've been playing in the shower since you ain't playing your uh, your since podcast, I ain't playing your my scary podcast. Intrusive no thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I like the new record Rico Nasty dropped with Lil Cherry. Do y'all know who that is? Mm-mm. Lil Cherry and Gold Buddha. 
I hope Nina's I'm saying baby. your name right. Go Butter or Go Buddha. This t- record is tight. It's called all these damn songs, Catwalk. And this is how it goes. Sounds like Hell a yeah. like a ragey, intrusive thought version of "Let Me See You Walk." <laughs> That's the vibe I was getting, <laughs> but I fucked with it. It came on while I was showering, and I was like, "That's a wild, chaotic, cool ass record." Like I just like Hell I yeah. fuck with it. It sound really cool and different from what's out now. Um, and then who else? Oh, this was such a random song. So. <laughs> It came up on my Spotify. It was like a Jodeci dub record. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I've got to play this on the podcast. It's by CJ McIntosh. Um, It says, you got it, Cosmic Dub. Crazy. I didn't didn't know what was happening. And I was like, I have to play this on the show. This is how it goes. wanted to keep hearing how it would keep building and yeah. where it was going to go and it gave me that old school house like you know when you would see your aunts and uncles doing their dances in the club and their footwork <laughs> I was like this is crazy Jodeci obviously I was in a very high energy chaotic music like grown mood. folks uh, remix music <laughs> yeah this what threw me off I was like who the fuck did this but it ended up if you listen to it a dope ass record like especially if you go out for a walk or you at the gym, or you just you're in a high walking, energy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and you just in a mood. You know, how sometimes you're in a more high energy mood, like you want dance records or whatever. 
Um, this is a good record for that vibe. And it's called You Got It Cosmic, but it's spelled C-O-S-M-A-C-K dub. Jodeci Diary of a Mad Band. Definitely check that out. That's a very fun, high energy, feel good record. And those are my songs for the week. All right. Good songs, friend. Very random. Ross. Very random. What you got for us? What you been listening to? Say Less by Larry June and Dave's Loaf. I hear that. Mm. You ain't gotta say much, you can say less What's on your mind, what's been causing you stress What's on your mind, yeah And see you in a while, you're hard to forget And see you in a while, you're hard to forget so special, so special. Yeah. Oh, you hear my echo? She say if she can't have all of me, can't have all of me, can't have all of me, then baby, there's no reason why you calling me. Yeah, y'all can bond to that. So let's say less by Lady June and Days Off. Y'all can also do it to this too. This is NLE Chopper Lick Me, baby. Baby, this make you crazy and don't you tell me baby cause this glock ain't got safety i want you to lick me baby this make you crazy and don't you tell me baby cause this glock ain't got safety hey 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 lick me me touch me let me no more lovey-dovey just won't cuddy addicted to poop yeah i am a druggie dark skin sweet on the inside my nutty buddy suck on my glock like you suck my this shit that turn me on she get freaky yo when she see my flash on my camera phone climb on this no it's a long journey but it's your thong then jump up and down on it until your megan is blown eat it from the back and she wash her ass then it's cool with me baby i'm a grown man that little boy this foolery she know that i'm 19 but i'm fucking like it's two of me I'm the i ain't gonna play this too far but like <laughs> oh it's getting to it though he goes there it's a line on there where he say what the room got to smell like, and you'll never forget it once you hear it. I'm just going to oh tell my you that. God. Last song I'm going to play is called Sunshine by Lotto. Pray for my enemies. Thought I need clarity. They ain't got empathy from me. They stab me. They use my couch when they needed the therapy. So what they needed, but never took care of me. They saw a dollar sign. Treat me like currency. Kill all their hopes and dreams if they won't murder me. Sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. Sunshine on me, sunshine on me. I just let the sunshine on me. Sunshine on me, I just let the sunshine on me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pray if they run up, I'ma cut up. Bring out these BBs, light the sun up. These niggas Stevie to the come up. We ain't got my bread up, let them wonder. If I ain't do nothing, I kept it 100. Be lot of for real, I ain't never done front. They do what they can, bitch, I do what I want. Trim me they pockets, I told them to run. Sunshine on me. Every time I leave the crib, I got it on me. Got it out the mud, I did it by my lonely. Pop my shit down, being low key. Lotto, Lil Wayne, and Childish Gambino. Fuck with yeah, that. That's it growing. for me this week. She growing. Wow. Love, love that. Um, Real quick, I have... Have y'all ever heard of IDK? Have we talked about IDK on here before? Yeah, we definitely at the Black have. Business? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> IDK He's dropped out. <laughs> um, IDK dropped a project last year called You See For Yourself and then turned around and dropped the, the, the deluxe version of it and this is a bonus on there but this came this dropped like in October but this song is the fucking shit to me it's called Just Like Martin shot the video he's like on a car or something i haven't seen the video oh there was a video he did that was so cool looking like for Man, real I'm trying to remember if that was a song though i can't remember i just heard i was just listening to that record over the uh this weekend i was like i gotta go back and listen to this fucking project actually so uh that's idk that song is just like martin um wow there are so many songs that i want to share but i'm <laughs> like not sure which ones to share um we talked about Joyce Rice before. She has a record out with Kay Trinata called Ice T. I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Oh, that, was, yeah. that was part of my high energy <laughs> playlist this week. I don't know what the hell I'm going through. <laughs> well, listen, I, I could have used some. But um, th- this this is uh, us connecting, friend. Here we go. Ice T. <laughs> Trinata, two of my favorite things happening at the same damn time. Um, that's Ice T. Oh my God. Uh, oof, I, I'm struggling to talk about. <laughs> I just want, only want to play one more. I don't want to play two more. Uh, uh, okay, so I'm just, I'm just gonna play this. Dolce, she's back with another record. Uh, I like she dropped Dolce. this maybe a week Love or two. Uh, this song is called Persuasive. The cover of it is fucking fire. The song, I love the vibe of it. And uh Dochi she is just, not Atlanta. <laughs> she is just uh she's just a, a really cool artist, and I'm just really excited and in wonder of where she's gonna go. So this song is called Persuasive. She's so persuasive. Oh. 
She's so persuasive, that marijuana. She's so flirtatious. How does it feel to be so persuasive, that marijuana? She's so flirtatious. How Keep does it, it feel to be you? Feel like the feeling of a suppress. Feel like I feel like I got no breast. Feel like I feel like I need a rest. The season I should let go, and that's the reason I'm about my Till it's the season I should fly so low. I'm so sedated, and she's so persuasive. This isolation, so sweet you could taste it. We in the morning, Mula, y'all be yawning. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's persuasive as Dochi. Um, such so a hot persuasive. record, uh, so cool, so many so much great music is out and has been out so that was very very tough for me also really quickly shout out to summer walker and um Ooh, uh, SZA and like cardi it. b the too. no love remix video is out cardi b looked amazing SZA and summer looked amazing on the pole like everything is bomb uh i'm gonna be in chicago this weekend if anybody wants to buy me a ticket to the summer walker show no i'm just kidding i don't know uh like everything about summer this season is it's it's looking like it's summer all season so mm-hmm. let's just keep the party going i'm loving summer walker i'm loving her being out here the way she is and i'm loving what she's doing to y'all over the internet y'all are gonna take every little picture that y'all get and run with it and she's just gonna keep playing into the mess and i just love it so shout out to you summer walker and shout out to you too uh sister and cardi because y'all look phenomenal um that's all the time I'm going to take up on the Music Man segment. Dustin Ross, I would love for you to take it away and tell us what you've been watching over there on TV Land. Well, you know I've been in, um, in the house. I couldn't do nothing. So what I did watch out of my one good eye was Bad Boys LA on Zeus. Oh, uh, it's, it's out? Not, yeah. yeah. Two episodes it's, it's, it's not worth. It's not worth a deep dive. There's really nothing substantive. Just Asante, send su- me your login. <laughs> yeah. Just suffice it to say, it is literally... <laughs> A riveting watch. That's mm. it. That's all I have to say. Watch it. Watch it again. Dissect it. Um, and just enjoy it. It's something that you can literally just watch and enjoy. So there's that. Um, as far as <laughs> things that are airing on television right now, I really haven't been too attached, you know, to anything that's currently other than Candy and the Gang on Bravo. I am watching that. I'm Candy watching Candy and the Gang, Gang every Sunday. That's right. <gasps> Don't come on. Let's sing it. Don't you wanna go? Y'all are gonna be happy. You? You I started it? watching Love and Marriage Huntsville. Ooh! All right, for real. Wait, you started from the beginning or you started this season? From the beginning. <gasps> Where are yep. you now? I watched the whole... I'm like maybe two episodes away from the end of the first season. What do you think? I can't lie. It sucked me in, but I think it's mm-hmm. more the shock of like, what a fucking mess these marriages are, and why would yeah. they put themselves out there like that? Oh, <laughs> that started funny. off on really good feet, though. And the show is about what I love most about that show is that at the end of the day, those are black entrepreneurs, young ones, get mm-hmm. to it down in Alabama. I mean, it's beautiful, like, I love to that. see. And the fact that as a collective, but also individually, they all do really awesome shit. It's beautiful mm-hmm. to see. And at the end of the day, the shit they're going through is, I mean, it's what people go through in marriages. So I'm not trying to say like this shit is the worst shit I've ever seen. But I think for me, because I'm so private, I'm so shocked at the shit that people <laughs> are willing to go through publicly. Because it's Ooh. like, well, don't you want to process these emotions in private? Like... I just can't imagine. But, you know, to each their own. 
And, you know, obviously they're doing very well because they're, what, season four now? Is that the new one that just dropped? Um, But it definitely sucked me in. And I think the the cool part is also (laughs) just seeing how strong uh, Melody. Melody. Yeah. Like the fact that she was like, I'm done. Bye. And just kept her businesses going. And I don't even want to say strong because at the end of the day, that shit hurts and it sucks. And you go through it and it's the worst fucking feeling. I think most of us have been there. Um, But she powered through and stuck to her word. And I think that that is important for people to see (laughs) because we usually see people that will stay and go through it again and again and again and again and be the ride or die and all the shit that is ingrained in us. So it's kind of nice to see her being like, nope, I'm done. Yep. And like really following through with it, even with the pressure of, damn, we have all these businesses together. We have a home, we have kids. And those are the things that make people stay, you know? So more power to her. I think that part was really important. You know, I thought it was beautiful to see because I don't think you see those stories enough in our community. So you hear that, Carlos yeah. King? We didn't got Fran watching Love and yeah, Marriage Hunts. Suck me in. <laughs> now that is an accomplishment. Shout out to her Love and Marriage Hunts. Shout out to Carlos King. The new season. Who's is your favorite? Airing. Who's y'all's favorite on that show? Melody. Melody. Melody, hands yeah. down. <laughs> Melody, yes. I will forever be on Melody's side because ultimately she got a raw deal. And Melody has her issues. She has personality traits that people love or hate. Um, yeah, the only thing I didn't like was how, because her shit is going south, she's sort of playing that weird game of like, don't mean any of y'all's is good, you know? And then instead of just saying what it is, like, hey, your husband's cheating, look into it. She's like, I don't know, do your research. And like that the to me is a little The problem with that, weird. though, is that I don't like Letitia. So although why don't I, you like Letitia? Although you're right, I still couldn't muster up the chutzpah to, <laughs> to check Melanie in my head that we exist in Because you just fucks with her too I, much. Because I don't like Letitia, so I was like, get her. Get why, her don't you, why don't you like Letitia? Keep watching. <laughs> Keep and I watching. have to say, what's his name? Marceau? Marceau, Letitia's oh. husband. Marceau, You've never he, seen anything oh. like that. He is like oh. unreal to me. There's parts mm-hmm. of my brain that can't even register him, and I think that he's joking. And I have to and remind myself him. that he's not because I'm and like she married him. But don't you sometimes feel like he's joking? I'm like, is he joking? And, is and this as, an as as ridiculous as he is, you know who is going to surpass him in your I can't believe this Martel? person. Yep. I and mean, you know, he's for already me, for me to say that somebody is really on one with their behavior, a nigga doing nigga <laughs> shit, you know it's bad. Martel is like <laughs> a demon from hell. Like when you see when you see this, you're gonna be like, "Yo, I cannot believe." If it's Wednesday, he'll tell you it's Tuesday and get mad at you for saying he wrong for saying this Wednesday. It's Tuesday. That's some scary shit. And now it makes it it makes more sense when y'all had that segment. Uh, mm-hmm. Not the segment, show we the, did. yes, about mm-hmm. him because obviously I didn't have any of this background. Context, right. But to see that he was worried about homo homosexuality, considering what That's he why has he put, gay. <laughs> what he put the this family through. Yeah, looking like a gay man, you didn't did your family like that. <laughs> no, you didn't. I mean, just unreal, and and the lack Pigeon of accountability, the lack of awareness, the like, <laughs> cause she, oh cause my she, god, cause she, it's like it's only what? gonna get worse too. That's it's the going weird to part. Get so much worse. <gasps> you would like, think. Like, 
he would at some point be able to be like, I am the the, the initiator of all of this. But it is never he's never going to reach that point. Especially with that bomb ass therapist that they that he had in that in the first season. I don't know if y'all remember it. Mm-hmm. Bomb therapist. Putting it like it is, had her come in, like, and even with that. I really wanted Martell and Melody to make it. I did. Because sometimes even though a person is not good for you, that's who your partner in life was. You know what I'm saying? Like Martell and Melody was supposed to be together at some point in life. And they have that beautiful family and I really wanted them to make it. But because of him, he's yeah. just literally an impossible person. And that's real because I know what that's like. Some when a person We all been there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just crazy. So And it's a wild feeling because you're like, what's wrong with you? That's why I'm glad. Like I'm like I'm a dog or whatever, but I'm a homosexual, so at least I'm doing it to other men. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all niggas that's out here doing these women down bad, y'all wrong as motherfucker. Like I how could you? How could you? I'm just glad Melody was able to get out, honestly. Because I can tell Melody really tried with him for as long as she possibly could. Yes, she did. And rightfully so, because like Dustin was saying, they they are a really good match. We don't know, but at least the perception. Well, we don't find out. Yeah, the perception. The perception was that they were a good match. And to see that he threw it all away instead of communicating to her what, you know, his needs were or whatever the fuck. I don't know. He just seems so confusing to me and how he's like, I'm gonna fight for my marriage, but then was like still talking to women whenever they got the opportunity to go to the club. It's just so strange. It's going to become even more stranger strange, things. darling. Yeah. Stranger and when he would tell happen. her like, um, we're not getting in a divorce, like just throw that out. Oh, wait till you get to where he uh, says, Oh, we might get back together. <gasps> Wait till you get to where we and find out. And then she out. got pregnant. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's so much going to happen. Just so oh much. my God, friend. I can't wait to take this journey with and you. And then let me tell you, I saw Nikki just a started picture. This too, right? Which uh, which Nikki? Um, um, Ohio Nikki? Yes, Ohio Nikki. Let me text her. <laughs> She's Ohio Nikki is watching baby. this. Text her. Yeah. Oh, Lord. We her got tweets to were hilarious. It. Yeah. So we, I need to hit it then. But mm-hmm. the part that blew me was I saw a picture recently that someone posted of a fifth child. And I was like, I know Melly didn't get pregnant again. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> then now the music videos will make a little bit more sense to you too. What music videos? And on that note, that's it for the TV land segment this week. <laughs> Wait, um, real quick, also, did y'all watch Atlanta? Or are y'all going to watch Atlanta? I'm going to, but I haven't because I wanted to have two good eyes. So now that I have my ball, the other real eyes open, I'm going to Fair. Watch. Yeah. I will say the the references, <laughs> once you watch, you're just like, <laughs> so oh, shit. And mad. that blew my mind. That reimagining in the first episode, once uh-huh. I picked up what he was putting down, deep, sad, heavy, intense, lots lots going on. But yeah, we'll talk about it when Dustin's <laughs> Don't forget to join our live stream on patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. We'll drop the link for you a few hours before we go live. We go live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, 5 p.m. Pacific. (laughs) (laughs) 
And that is Wednesday, March 30th. For those of you who don't know what day it is or what time zone we're in, um, and make sure to come hang with us. We'll hang out with y'all for an hour. It's a lot of fun. We do it the last Wednesday of every month, and it's been super fun. We had Kia join us last month, and we had Carrie join us, and we'll have another friend join us tomorrow. So yeah. check us out. We'll be there waiting for you. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week. Stay I'm black back. and protect your magic. Right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>what you might call very good at hide and seek and since we got xfinity we have wi-fi all over the house even in my super secret hiding spots so i can kill time in here by streaming my favorite ha found you how you left to find my tablet on get wall-to-wall wi-fi on the xfinity 10g network restrictions apply not available in all areas actual speeds vary